You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. I can say that with confidence now because it's been like four weeks in a row. I'm your host, Jordan with <laughs> Gamers are the glorious Gucci ones. Is that like a new alliteration or whatever? I just thought about it. I couldn't think of one. <laughs> Gamers are the Gucci ones, you said? <laughs> oh, what? I was, I was like, who am I today? I don't know. <laughs> who am I today? Spoken like a true psychopath. <laughs> All right, guys, this week we got a bunch of things to talk about this week. We have, well, I say that, no movies, but we do have uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Soldier Episode 4, uh, The World is Watching You. We could, I mean, we could talk about a movie since you said Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> On the topic of superheroes, I did even, watch. Even though this technically wasn't like. A, t- a thing, a thing on the uh, agenda. What but are you talking about? Since it's, you happen to see it, it's the most anticipated superhero movie of 2021, Michael. What are you even referring oh, yeah, I, to? I, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> uh, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the critically acclaimed Thunder Force. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's talking about her. So great. I mean, the director of Bridesmaids. Like this movie is going to be great. But yeah, I like Bridesmaids. Me too. <laughs> That's what I'm like. I don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we can also talk about Thunder Force this week on top of Falcon and Winter Soldier. But speaking of superhero things that relate to that, we also have Invincible this week. Uh, episode five? What episode was that? Five. Yeah, five. Because uh, I keep confusing Falcon and Invincible because I'm like, the oh numbering, yeah, Falcon right? and Winter Soldier episode five. They're like, Same. you saw five already? I'm like, it just came out. <laughs> oh, like, oh, shit. No, that's Invincible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we also have My Hero Academia. Uh, episode two, class A versus class B. Um, so let's just jump right into topic. Well, actually, no, I'm wrong. We actually do have iTunes reviews and emails, so let's run through them. First iTunes review. I say first. It's really our only iTunes review this week, but it comes from Jamie Rodriguez. This is a five star. Uh, Rogers versus Walker. Ooh. Jordan Michael. Love the podcast. Try and listen in from time to time. Love the variety of opinions you bring in discussions. Want to talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier episode four? Finally, after a slow start, the show is going somewhere. Abraham, you thought? Did you think yeah, it was like, slow? What? <laughs> I mean, was it? I think WandaVision was a slow start. Yeah, WandaVision was a slow start, but I still was here for that. I think, I guess maybe if you're looking, because even my brother was like, you know, the first episode, I was kind of bored. I was looking for some action, and it was just them talking about a boat. And I'm like, but Falcon Winter Soldier? That's the interesting part. But it opened with that, that, that was was it for the whole episode. That's not enough for people. That's not enough for people. It's got to be 40 minutes of straight action sequences. No, it's gotta you, be Man of Steel. You gotta build to those epic action sequences, people. Build to them. All right. Uh, Jamie goes on to say, uh, Abraham Erskine, this is where you were chosen. Wait, Jamie? Yeah. Hey, hi, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Not our Jamie. <laughs> Jamie Rodriguez, Jamie. Uh, Abraham 
Uh, Erskine, this is why you were chosen, because it's a strong man. Oh, I've seen this quote floating everywhere after this week's episode. Um, because one thing of a big note happened at the end of the episode that we definitely have to discuss. Um, because a strong man who has known power all his life will lose respect for that power, but a weak man knows the value of strength and knows compassion. I didn't add this part, but my favorite part of that entire quote is, not a perfect soldier, but a good man. I love that quote. Uh, the more I think about it, less I care for the story. Like, what's the point of Flag Smasher group to begin with? Oh, this is kind of echoing what you felt, you know, like the Flag Smasher's plot line, right? You mm-hmm. still feel that way? I do. Okay, interesting. Ish. Okay, see, I was gonna, I wanted to pick your brain this week, because I, I see where you're coming from. Because I'm, I'm always right. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is why I can never fucking the comic vision. <laughs> make it so hard. Um, what's her name? What's the the, the main Flag Smasher's name? Uh, the, Car- the, Carly. Carly. I see where see, people see are coming my wit, from. My wit's not quick enough, because I just thought a delayed reaction. I make it so hard. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, I, I can see why people don't like Carly as a character to some extent, but as a concept... I like what what she does for the story, especially when you see how the other characters react to her and her 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 struggle or her her, I think, her issues. I think my biggest problem. I mean, I guess we could talk about it later, so I probably should shut the fuck up. But I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> but like, it goes back to what I was saying at the very beginning, where I'm like, again, I'm right. But <laughs> I just feel like the biggest problem with this show is the six episodes. Like they're. You're still saying that? I still feel that it's way. It's not over yet. How do you know? I, but still, like, we only have two episodes left. And granted, yeah, I don't know where the show is going to end, but... And it's supposed to be long episodes, right? It's supposed to be like an hour long or something? I'm not believing that shit. That's After true. what happened with WandaVision, That's I'll true. believe it when I see it. <laughs> Liar! <laughs> but even if, they're, even if they're longer episodes, unless it's like the last two episodes are like an hour and a half each, I still feel like... the because of all the all the threads that they're introducing and trying to sew into a quilt mm. they could at least gave us nine episodes like WandaVision at least mm. instead of six I still uh, I mean I hear what you're saying but I feel like we I'll, should I'll, wait I'll, yeah I'll go more into detail when we talk more about it and, and, and explain why I feel that way but yeah mm. I just say let them fucking play out these six episodes and then you can say if it was too long or too short because you don't know no I don't know but I know because right. <laughs> <laughs> he's always right uh, Jamie goes on to say, "The it's Marvel heroes we are talking about. It's like Disney decided to team two guys up in a smaller B-rated Civil War. <laughs> That's an interesting way to describe it. The Wakanda entrance was great. A clear demonstration of their strength and authority. <sighs> Wakanda forever! Walker gets a reality check that there is more to a superhero uh, than just showing up with a shield and saying, you are America. Two things come to mind after watching the Walker breakdown and the difference between Steve Rogers and Walker. Walker uses a gun, which is already a different stance than what the Captain America stands for. I mean, Captain America used a gun too in World, World War II. You know? Yeah, but he's killing kind of Nazis. I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's also before he even got the serum, so what else are you going to do? Uh, is Blood and the Shield uh, supposed to be a metaphor for how the U.S. acts towards other countries? Or it's on people, in some cases. Disney definitely knows how to push buttons. Walker was a war hero that was forced to do unthinkable things while at war. Shattered mind. Steve Rogers was able to keep his beliefs during and after wars he fought because he had powers prior to all his battles. If by powers you mean his heart, then yeah. Would Steve have kept these morals or sanity in the wars if he didn't have powers? 
What? What? I don't think his him Steve having. I guess because he's saying he like the the order of events was different for Steve versus Walker, and Steve got the serum first, and then did all those like weird entertainment tours before actually fighting in the war. But I don't think that's why uh, Steve was able to maintain his morality in the face of like battle and war. I think it was because of his heart, his compassion. Yeah, they, I mean, they mentioned in uh, in Captain America: The First Avenger, like the super soldier serum just makes you more of who you are. Yeah, we that even talked about it before. Bad men become worse, good men become great. Yeah, and we we talked about that before Episode Four happened, where we we're like, we literally talked about all the red flags Walker was showing as a person, and it was like, and that okay, was before he got the serum. Yeah, yeah. that was our main thing. We were like, so what happens when you give somebody like that power, like this? <laughs> episode Four is what happens. Um, but yeah, it's definitely Steve's heart that is the difference, and and Steve's even his reasons for why he wanted to fight at, at, from the very beginning were always not about you know asserting his authority or being powerful. It was always about just defending, being a defender, fighting for people who are defenseless. He didn't like bullies. That was the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Walker, especially after the last episode, we find out more about his like his um, actual history in war and, and warfare. That is, um, I remember before we talked about. Uh, Walker's PR during that football stadium scene and it was like yeah that's what the government says about him but what's the real story and Walker even kind of touches on that when his conversation with Battlestar yeah yeah yeah. PR spins shit to be like <laughs> to be positive but you don't really know what happened to somebody <laughs> which I have a feeling there's gonna be some PR spin in episode 5 oh that'd be so American <laughs> <laughs> he had a bad day right yeah. that's what they're gonna say <laughs> Uh, Walker was a war hero that was forced to do unthinkable things while at war. Oh, I said that. Uh, there's obviously a significant difference in how they handled loss and trauma. Hoskins said power is just brings out who you really are. Walker was a fragile, shattered mind, which is common from wartime. Uh, I don't like these these words like fragile talking about Walker. Like he's, he needs to be like coddled or protected. <laughs> That's oh, definitely an issue. There's a lot of that going on. Oh my! People stamp, bro, bro. The internet, there are, there are sections of the internet, and we know what sections of the internet are, but they're standing for, for Walker. Not just, but but even like, <laughs> not just Walker, but even the whole Bucky situation, and people are upset at the Wakandans for dismantling, I.O. specifically, for taking Bucky's arm, and how dare she, and they betrayed Bucky's trust. What? Like, all this <laughs> compassion and shit for Bucky and Walker. But yet, you know, look at the other side. Yeah, <laughs> especially the IO thing. What? That that's really people looked up for like, oh, poor was, Bucky. It was, a, it was a viral. It was a viral. Bucky betrayed the Wakandans. Exactly. They gave her the. They, they gave him that arm. It was a viral tweet on on Twitter. What's the What's the phrase? Don't bite the hand that feeds you. I'm a motherfucker. Bit. <laughs> he bit hard. Uh, I think Walker will feel remorse. But want revenge before resigning as Captain America. Man, you are looking at Walker really sympathetically. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, he would definitely believe he has tainted the name of Captain America. Do you really believe that? Do you do you feel like that, Michael? You think he's gonna have remorse? Because judging from the mid-season trailer, doesn't look like he's got much remorse. I, I don't watch the mid-season trailer. I was oh, like, okay. oh, I'm going in blind. There's only really one scene that's new, and it's not really even a spoiler. It's just Steve and Buck or Steve. Wow, Bucky and Sam kind of like um, standing like a. Well, we know they have to come to blows at some point. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's I would, not a spoiler. I would think more specifically, Sam, if he's going to become Captain America, Sam has to fight John. By himself? Yes. Ooh. And win without the Super yeah, Soldier Serum. Yeah, and win. I'm like, can I see that happening? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, if he uses enough 
wing trickery. Yeah, and plus, I mean, the Wakanda, well, he wasn't a super soldier. I was going to say the Wakandas fucked him up. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing, too. Like, the Flag Smashers, for what we know, they aren't military trained, right? No. But, but Walker is. And he was, like we were saying before, he was using that shield to not, it wasn't as on Steve level, but he was still able to use that shield even without being a super soldier. And the fact that he's got all that military training with, before the serum, with I would assume he'd be a better fighter than the Flag Smashers. Mm-hmm. So I, don't, I think Bucky should be able to like whip his ass no problem, but Sam would be a struggle just because of the strength difference. But yeah, this is the tweet that went viral. It's an actor. So um, then all of a sudden it just became this big discussion on the internet. Okay. But he said, okay, but the Wakandans putting a built-in weakness in Bucky's arm is, like, really messed up. Oh, my God. It shows they never fully trusted him. He spent years trying to finally reclaim his autonomy, only to be undermined in an instant by those who helped. How? It's sad. Ooh, I'm mad. <laughs> and, he's, and then he said, uh... He spent years trying to reclaim his autonomy. Who the fuck helped him? Wait, (laughs) couldn't fit this in before, but the Dora Milaje... Then he's like, the Dora Milaje were justified to do the trickle turn-off move with Bucky. Just sucks that after 80 years of being controlled by others, he still isn't fully in control of his body. Combine that with his betrayal of their trust. That's just sad. All right, well, at least he threw in the thing about his betrayal. No, nah, but that's only because he got called out. He oh, added so that, that was like, yeah, that he, wasn't like right yeah, away. No, that wasn't right away. Oh, then fuck him. Because <laughs> even the phrasing of that, it's so narrow-minded. You're only looking at it from, is he white? Of course. <laughs> what are you? Well, because I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt here. But like that tells, but I feel like, I'm sorry, I'm going to make this broad generalization, but it's the pattern I've seen. It's white men defending Bucky in this case, but also John Walker. And it's because that's the side that they can relate to. That's the perspective that they can relate to. Because otherwise, that makes no sense. He spent years trying to regain his autonomy. We, we watched the same episode, right? In the very beginning of the episode, who's helping him regain that autonomy? Or not helping him. Who, who helped? gave him? Yeah. Because <laughs> it wasn't, he wasn't getting therapy from the American government. It was Wakandans who did their shit to, to undo that brain, that Hydra brainwashing. But yet, when they, he betrays them on the deepest level, you could betray the King's Guard when you free the killer of their king. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and you tell them, but look, I got good reason though. And Fuck he also reasons. framed you for it. Yes! So like <laughs> I saw a really dope thing, uh I think it was on TikTok. Someone was talking about something to do with this, but it was um uh what was it? The fact that And granted and- This this seems like it's about Bucky's like if if being the winter soldier is like a drug, this is about his relapse. And he's relapsing back into the habits of the Winter Soldier. And some of those habits are physical, where he's like literally kicking ass, and the, the, they have the Winter Soldier theme playing behind it. So you get that feeling of like, oh, he's still got that shit buried deep in, in him somewhere. Or, or even emotionally, where he's talking to his therapist, and the therapist is like, uh, uh, what's the second? Or he's like, what's the second rule again? Don't hurt anybody. He's just like, see you around, Doc. He kind of walks away. Those are like small resurgences of the Winter Soldier's, like, you know. Uh, persona coming back to the surface so mm-hmm. it's real this is all about really him getting over addiction the addiction uh, it's not a, a addiction by will but the addiction that was forced on him and to have like it was literally the wakandans that gave him his sobriety and they're watching him go back down that same path so of course they'll be fucking like it's 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 his betrayal not yeah. theirs yeah oh, it just makes me so mad <laughs> and not not to throw a wrench in it but because 
because I mean I completely agree. Not it's not even really a wrench, but like because there's another guy. He's not he's not white. He's Hispanic, okay. and even he's well, like oh John Walker. <laughs> yeah, because I, I mean it's not like he's Afro Latino. He's he's the white looking Hispanic. Okay. But like let me play this Wait, real quick. Oh, uh, wait, this isn't the right video. Okay, here. John Walker isn't really a villain in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So the last episode ended with John using Cap's shield to kill someone. First off, let's not act like Cap has never killed anyone what? because everyone has killed someone at some point in the episode. What? <laughs> the overlying theme of the entire MCU is that together, we can be so much better, and that's why the Avengers exist. But it goes deeper than that because Black Panther almost killed Ulysses Claw in a very similar way. Almost. Yeah. Was there to stop him. What do you think Tony would have done to Bucky if Cap didn't stop him? And the one man that would have stopped John from killing and has supported him since day one also died in this episode. So no, I don't think John Walker's a villain. He's just a man who's alone. And okay, shut the uh, fuck up. <laughs> I got... Somebody, somebody called me in the uh, middle of it. That's why I stopped. With people supporting them. He said to himself that being Captain America is the first thing in his life that feels right because he just wants to inspire people. Oh, Spanish people. Why do you relate to white people so much? Honor, that's still not enough to gain the respect of the people around him. Here's okay, there's so much ignorance in that fucking video. <laughs> I hope people roasted the fuck out of him for that. So that you know Bucky died twice, right? Yeah. Did, did Steve go on a fucking revenge like mission and kill people that are unrelated to his death? No, he died twice. What did Steve do the first time? He went to go take a drink in the first Captain America. What did he do the second time? He became a fucking uh, uh, therapist for other people that went through the snaps trauma. Did he go in a fucking revenge chair like Hawkeye? Hawkeye did that. Hawkeye became a murderer for a while. Did Steve do that? Fuck no. So right there, he's, he's like, oh, what if Bucky died? Will Steve do the same thing? So we I'm have two instances where same. he didn't do the same thing. So yeah, so I'm like, the combination with the actor, because the guy that I just played you, uh, yeah. Soups, he has over a million followers on TikTok, so oh. that also... Oh my God. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you got people all over the internet defending both Walker and Bucky, but... The Wakandans betrayed him. How dare they? <laughs> I mean, even what he was saying about uh, him, uh, Rod, uh, what was it, uh, Walker, uh, th th it's about togetherness and blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, don't, let's not talk about how Steve doesn't kill people. Yes, Steve has killed Nazis or evil aliens who are murdering people. You know what Steve hasn't done? Kill somebody on their knees. Not even on their knees, on their backs. On their backs. Screaming, saying, yeah, it wasn't me, it wasn't please me. don't, yeah. please don't. Literally it happened in Civil War because when he got Tony on his back, yeah. he, it was the same pose. Yes, it, he had to, it was mirrored for and, a reason. Yeah, and Tony put up his arms and what did he do? He just smashed, he just destroyed the armor, the the centerpiece. Yeah, now to play devil's advocate, I'm sure people that would defend John Walker are like, yeah, but... Uh, it wasn't the same thing because when he was smashing Iron Man, you know, just and and to make the and, and to say, oh, well, Tony, Tony almost killed, uh, but yeah, oh, that's what that doesn't say, make yeah. Tony a good man. Like Tony's not Captain America. Well, no, the, the John Walker fans would be like, Tony didn't actually kill Bucky; he just hurt Bucky. But it's like, who gives a fuck? Like, it doesn't matter. The the point but is, no, Tony did try to kill Bucky. I will give them that. But Tony's not to, Tony's not Captain America. He tried to, but he didn't. Like even when he blasts out, but you can make the argument that him blasting out Bucky's arm that could have been like the moment of passion where you Steve thinks he might have killed Bucky and they went for the kill. But either way, we've seen what happens when Bucky dies twice, and Steve does not become like a Hawkeye or a John Walker and goes on a murdering spree, especially not a defenseless innocent like what John Walker did. A, a defenseless innocent who had nothing to do with the actual murder of the friend he's quote unquote avenging. Like that's such bullshit. 
I, the, the fact that we had but to anyway, treat white people like yeah, let's let's get because I'm like oh, we still, yeah. yeah we, we still got to talk about fucking soldiers yeah, first for we, sure we still got iTunes the iTunes review well that's actually over so oh. <laughs> but thank you Jamie for that that email it definitely created or not uh, the iTunes review it definitely created some discussion that we're going to be bringing into our Falcon and Soldier review um, so let's jump right into the emails real fast here's the mail it never fails it makes me want to wag my tail when it comes I want to well uh, first email comes from New York Rap Revival, X-Men MCU. Hey, guys. Oh, boy. <laughs> Madripoor, Wolverine, <laughs> Mephisto. <laughs> Mephisto. Uh, hey, guys. Hope all is well with you. Wanted to get your opinion on the topic me and my friends are debating. With this Mutants movie coming and hints at the X-Universe like Madripoor, would you, how would you introduce the Mutants? I had the idea of the Mutants always existing and X-Force Nick Fury's shield has been keeping their existence protected, kind of like evolution. Maybe have a situation where a radical like Magneto no longer wants them hidden and the team will need to stop him from that, which in turn brings them in conflict with the Avengers. We've already seen Zemo's prejudice against superhumans and Fury knowing every secret imaginable. What will you guys do to retcon in Mutants? Yeah, because a lot of the things that we thought were going to retcon in Mutants didn't. Like the snap, like Wanda and WandaVision. Um... So now at this point, uh, yeah, honestly, I don't even know because like I don't see multiverse of madness. I mean, maybe, <laughs> but, but I'm like, I don't see Wolverine, Storm, Jean Grey, Cyclops, etc., seeing a Thanos and just not or Xavier and doing not nothing. doing nothing. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know how they would explain. Because I hope they don't take the the Ultimate Universe route and just say, oh, Wolverine was the first mutant and it all evolved from there. No, mm. I, I like the ancient mutant, like Apocalypse and Selene. And- yeah. I feel like the only way to do it is kind of what he's suggesting is to be like, nope, Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. kept it under wraps for that long and they just feared for mutant kind so much that even during... Or maybe they could do a thing where... Because you don't see what's happening in the rest of the world just because Doctor Strange brings all the heroes to fight the final battle in Endgame. Like... Remember how we wanted um, the defenders to be like defending New York City during Infinity War? Mm-hmm. Maybe the same thing was happening with the mutants somewhere, and we just didn't see it. And they'll retcon it. You know, they'll, they'll do a thing where they show in the beginning of the movie, like the events of Infinity War, and they'll show mutants protecting people off screen that we just didn't see. Would it is that weak? Maybe, but would yeah, it work? I, mean, I guess because I mean, even even with the way uh, Marvel introduced Doctor Strange, I didn't necessarily like. Where it's like, oh, you mentioned Stephen Strange and the Winter Soldier, but then... Oh, yeah, they literally did that with the Ancient One. Ancient One was literally at the Avengers battle. Yeah. Just didn't know it. <laughs> but, but not even just that, but then, like, you, they mentioned Stephen Strange and Winter Soldier, but then you don't see him anymore. And this is before he even became hmm. Stephen Strange. But, yeah, somehow they knew about him, because I guess it predicts the future or whatever. Yeah. But, like, even during Winter Soldier, like, they didn't really show... I don't think they properly showed the passage of time. Or they didn't really show the passage of time to show how long he was tra- like I would have liked to have seen a scene while he was training maybe he's watching on the news the first Avengers and he was like why don't we interfere or whatever because it's not mm. our job that's not what we do well well, actually Wong's answer to be well don't worry Ancient One's got it right now yeah. <laughs> Ancient One's doing shit he's, don't worry yeah, about she's, it she's on the roof <laughs> yeah just taking <laughs> out one <laughs> yeah she's just protecting the sanctum that's it yeah <laughs> like I would have liked to have seen that like or just see Age of Ultron showing up Civil War um, or Winter Soldiers like we have to help no that's not what we do I but agree. That would have been a great scene. Yeah, they didn't do any of that. Yeah. So, they, but they could do that with the X Men. I mean, they could. But yeah. 
I agree. It's not like the ideal way to do it for me either, but if they do it that way, I wouldn't be like, oh, fuck no. I'd be like, all right, whatever gets you there. I don't care. <laughs> I just went Wolverine, damn it. <laughs> um, blah, 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 blah. Next email comes from John. I just G- hope they don't try to... Uh, the X-Men are connected to Tony Stark. <laughs> Tony Stark like, made the X-Men too? Yeah, Tony Stark made the X-Men. Well, you see Tony's father, like, he created a, a whole new element that created the movies. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like every. It seems like everything is turn, going back to Tony Stark in these freaking movies. That's true. Uh, John says Black Widow. Just saw the Black Widow trailer and the shot of her and Taskmaster fighting midair was so badass. But it got me thinking: Will they delve into the fact that she is a super soldier like in the comics? In the comics, she received a Russian variant, which is why she ages super slow and can do some of the crazy shit she does. It's one of those forgotten superpowers, like how Elektra is a telepath, Superman can clone himself, Jon Stewart was the guardian of the universe, and how Wonder Woman can speak to animals. I don't even know that. Anyway, stay yeah, nerdy, my blurdy, and what are your thoughts? Eh. I mean, I would I would think if they were going to make Black Widow a super soldier, they would have done it already, but... Yeah, I doubt it. Just let her... Her and Hawkeye are the humans of the group. I, yeah, even the connection between, like, went, like I mean, they kind of threw it in there a little bit in the Winter Soldier, but Bucky and uh, Natasha... Bucky trained Natasha during the whole... When she was in that Black Widow program. That was in the MCU, though, right? No, that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. In, in the comics. Yeah. Because Black Widow is, like, old. Like, she's go- she goes back to, like, even, like, Cap's time. Mm. But she doesn't age. Oh. See, I didn't even know all that. Yeah. But, hmm. then, yeah, she's a normal person. <laughs> yeah. I doubt they're going to do that. I don't, and I don't really want them to. I like her being, her and Hawkeye I mean, it's the same thing with, with Falcon. He doesn't have his telepathy in the, in the MCU. Yeah. Which I really think they should have gave some personality to Red Wing. Just a little bit. Like, just... Even if it was just had a bird face and chirped. Like, you know what I mean? That would make me like it more than just well, a fucking I, robot. I mean, I guess. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. But thank you for the email, John. Next email comes from Rory Grace. Hi, Blurds. It's been a while, boys. A quick rundown of things from the last podcast episode. Godzilla versus... Oh, Goatzilla versus King Kong was okay. I watched with friends on Discord and told them to let me know when the fighting started while playing... Cyberpunk, I love Godzilla's yeah, stay down, bitch, smile. <laughs> I mean, I, it's funny with hindsight, but I did not like that in the movie. So I'm like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, for My Academia, this one, uh, this is one of those, let's develop the rest of the cast arcs. You know the stuff missing from a lot of older shonen anime? That's good. That, that's not boring to me. I agree. Naruto lost its way because it stopped doing that. Uh, Michael, I've been loving the safe gaven. And Jordan, damn you for that April Fool's Day prank. I was excited for you, man. Oh, yeah, that was when I said that we were collabing with Bat in the Sun. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> I wish. Uh, stay safe, keep wearing your mask, and stay nerdy, my blurdy. Your old pal, Gang Orca. Thanks, Rory. And we're not wearing See, our masks today. I was about to say <laughs> But it's okay. Michael got tested, and he's corona-free. Um, well, I also got a vaccine, so I'm at least the first dose, so I'm technically more protected than you are. Yeah, you say that, but we were saying before the podcast started, that's really Zeke's blood fluid, his spinal fluid, I mean, and we're just waiting for Trump to scream on national television, and Michael's going to be like, ah, I feel like lightnings in my skin! I'm, I'm still protected, because I, I can heal. <laughs> From whatever. And I'll just eat you, so. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, next email comes from Kevin Luberta. Happy you're back. Hey guys, I'm so glad you are back in action. I know it's kind of late for that since it's already been like four months, but hey, better late than never. I also have to thank you for reminding me that My Hero Season 5 is already out. I sort of fell off Season 4 of Gentle Criminal because the fight wasn't as well done in the manga. Oh, really? Um, 
and it made me lose interest. But I'm all cut up now. Holy shit, that Endeavor fight. Pure awesomeness. Agreed. Made me love Endeavor as a character. I even read way beyond the coming arc, and I gotta say, y'all are not ready for what's coming in the second half of season five. Seriously, it's nuts. And I can't wait to see it on the show. I just hope they animate it well. Ooh. Uh, oh, speaking of, someone hit me up uh, on Instagram and said that, <laughs> like I said before, whenever I predict things and I'm not making prediction, I'm just like just talking off the cuff. There's, they seem to be accurate predictions of the future. So remember I was saying that there, like, it, wouldn't it make more sense that because one for all's ability is to pass powers down um, and each person before All Might and Deku had a quirk, had so a quirk, why wouldn't yeah. that quirk pass down? They didn't say I was right. But they said I wasn't far off from what potentially is going to happen. So I'm like, uh, I cheated. Mm. I looked it up. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> so yes. So oh, okay. Well, now I do. Well, he <laughs> he deliberately didn't say if I was right or not. Well, I, I'm saying it. God damn it. Okay. I don't well. know when it happens. Okay. But so he's the avatar. Basically. What? So if he wasn't overpowered enough already, now he's super duper overpowered. So is that? So is that why... I mean, ish, because I looked at some of the quirks. I was like, well, that's not really... <laughs> oh, so you actually even know what quirks he's going to get. Yeah. Oh, shit. Stop, stop reading ahead of things. <laughs> this, Invincible, no, I don't even know what's going on. Because <laughs> um, I'm thinking about the fight with um, with Overhaul, and he was doing things in that fight that we haven't really even seen All Might do, so I'm wondering if he was even channeling some of the different powers then. Because it almost like he was flying, but we've never seen All Might move like that in the air. Um, I don't... I think that's, that's one, of, one of them. Okay. No, not that I. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't one punch man powers in there. <laughs> I mean, that's one for all. One yeah, punch yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. One punch. All right. So I'm now I'm really interested to see where this fucking series goes. But like, this isn't a major thing. Just in case you guys spoilers, but like one of them, that's why I was like, eh, one was like, like one of them is the like spider sense. He can sense danger. That's really good. I know that is good, but I'm still just like uh, in terms of like I'm like now, I'm, but now I'm thinking retroactively. Were there moments well, again overhaul? What about that moment where um, he saw? No, I guess it's not Spider Sense. He he sees overhaul in front of him in the alleyway yeah. where he sees overhaul. He's like, oh, <laughs> like it's literally called Danger Sense, mm, the quirk. Interesting. So he's Spider-Man, for real now. Pretty much. <laughs> and now I'm thinking, I, and I still don't know if the movie, the second movie was canon or not from the manga, but does, does that mean he also gets Bakugo's powers? Because he, he technically... Well, Bakugo's not... Well, I get... Well, actually, yeah. Because he, yeah. he, he got it for a little but, bit. But remember, it didn't really transfer. Which is bullshit. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be some bullshit if, if Deku had Bakugo's powers too? But that Bakugo would be like... You son of a bitch. <laughs> but based on what I looked up, he's still not full. Like, he's not full powered yet. So he doesn't even have access to all the other previous. Okay. Only he has access to one for all holder number four, five, six. But he doesn't have two, three, two or three. I don't know. So are those the shady figures? I guess. Because uh, there's only two shady figures. So yeah, yeah why? Huh? He, and he hasn't he hasn't got to that level yet. Okay, Michael with the, the mild spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin goes on to say. Anyway, I have a question. Do you think that it's possible for Endeavor, after all the abuse, to be redeemed? Does he deserve it? I'd like to hear your thoughts. I do. What do you think? I think he can be redeemed. Yeah, I think he could be redeemed. I just don't want it to be easy. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna make it easy from what you've seen so far in the anime. I think the the writer's good enough to know that it's not like something as 
cut and like cut and dry, black and white. It's just like, oh, you're a good guy now. Okay, all is forgiven. That's not how real life works, and that's not how fiction, good fiction, should work either. And I like the little moments they're they're throwing in to show how Endeavor is kind of facing karma, not only like you know emotionally with his family, but even physically, like the scar. That moment Todoroki was fucking amazing. <laughs> it's a pretty bad scar. <laughs> it's like oh, burn, literally. Um, but yeah, I, I I've seen that debate online too. Like, if, should Endeavor be redeemed? I've seen people make the argument that no. Because a, a, a abuse can't be redeemable in real life, and it's like I don't agree with that either. I think it's all about intention and what you know. You you can't know someone's intentions in real life, so maybe that's why you would be more hesitant to forgive somebody for something that atrocious in real life. But especially in fiction, where we can see the person's intentions and we can see their inner thoughts and their inner their inner desires, I think it's even easier to forgive somebody. In the same way, if you know somebody versus if you just hear somebody's story online, you know what I mean. It's the same thing. We give somebody more of a benefit of a doubt if we know their story versus if we just all we know about them is the heinous thing we know about mm-hmm. yeah uh, next email comes from which can sometimes create conflict or like you know people are like I can't believe this person's a murderer they didn't murder me <laughs> like yeah yeah okay like, what? It, it goes yeah it goes both ways too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't murder me <laughs> It'd be like that though. I mean, all, no, the, people, all the yeah, neighbors are serial yeah. killers. <laughs> he was always so nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Next email comes from Poet Cartus. Respect it. Good day, fellas. Now that that that's out the way, man. If y'all don't put some respect on my man Hawk's name, I see y'all making fun of him, but he's number two for a reason. I can't remember which of y'all said it, but yeah, the rankings are partial strength, also popularity, and some other factors. I'm pretty sure it's based on some other hero aspects besides just fighting and that's why the washing machine hero guy <laughs> is in the top 10 because he can't fight well but he does oh he can't fight well but he does other aspects well as a hero like wash his clothes yeah, obviously <laughs> <laughs> someone's gotta do it uh, they say Hawks isn't physically the strongest but his strength is speed which was shown when he was just as fast as enhanced Nomu but Endeavor was too slow to keep up with it best genius can hold his own in a very serious fight y'all just haven't gotten the seat yet in the anime it's all love, though. What if you're like Mirio? You're naked. <laughs> what is best powerless? Genius? <laughs> <laughs> That's a kryptonite. Nude people. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, so if I knew I was fighting best genius, I would never wear clothes. Nope, just go in buck naked. <laughs> so you're good. So. Yeah. <laughs> I do that normally. I'm yeah. naked right now. Michael was the anti-genius. <laughs> uh, I'm not big on spoiling stuff like Jordan, but you're on the right track. Oh, see, this is what I'm talking about. So maybe it was... Um, Maybe it was put the cards that hit me up. I, I, I'm terrible at remembering who talks to me during the week, so <laughs> I gotta start saving names. Um, but, 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 but you were in the right track when you were hypothesizing about one for all. Also, you say that I'm terrible with stuff like spoilers. Michael just straight up spoiled this. <laughs> but just, I said spoilers first. He confirmed it. <laughs> I was just hypothesizing. I didn't know. <laughs> Um, Is it really spoiled? The manga's been out for it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can't argue with that. Some of your answers. We don't know what they're going to do on the show. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> uh, some of your answers will actually come in the next few episodes, but there still are some aspects as a manga reader that we still don't fully understand. One for all is cultivated throughout the users, but so far Deku is the only user shown to use a previous user's abilities to a degree from having a version of All Might's quirk. And the dude y'all are saying looks like a golden saying is just All Might's aura. Yeah, I, I caught that uh, when I rewatched it. I didn't. I didn't realize that. The the Super Saiyan. So then, 
if that was All Might, then why was he towards the end? Because they were all ordered in the succession oh. of One for All. Oh yeah, it's a good point. He was next to he wasn't Nana. next to he, he he wasn't next to Deku. Yeah, he was all Should the way been right the... next to him. But no, yeah, Nana was right next to him, and All Might, the yellow Super Saiyan Broly, that's yeah. what he looked like, was all the way at the end. I need to do. You, can you maybe pull it's up, because he's still alive. Can you pull up an image of that? Because I, I I don't even remember him looking like All Might. But granted, I just saw like the you know it was a quick scene, so maybe I don't remember. Uh, and do y'all are saying looks like blah, blah blah blah? Most of the users for One for All are fully shown because they're dead, and they sense a part of One for All. All Might is still alive, so when Deku talks yeah, to so all the users, yeah, so he's all the way back here. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, now I can make out the face. Yeah, okay, yes, yeah, so that that doesn't make sense. The order seems off. Uh, wait, does that mean the other two aren't dead? Why are they obscured too? But that wouldn't make sense then. How are they still alive? Exactly. Oh. I just got, there's got to be a reason why they're, they, they can't be seen either. Um, we still don't know. Or, who, I mean, I, guess, I don't know. <laughs> we still don't know who those last two guys are shown at the end are, honestly, in the manga. I've seen speculation online that some believe it to be Bakugo because of the shape and stuff. Or, I mean, I guess maybe because I'm like... What? I, I guess when you think, because why, why are they all clear? But if that's supposed to be All Might, if he and, he and the theory is he's still alive, like, these are the only three that are still in... So which one's Bakugo? The red one? He's a red and purple one. I mean, maybe. So who's purple? Shikaraki. Shik- no. <laughs> Uh, I was no, but yeah, say, who who would also have gotten the power? What's his face? Who? Uh, Birdman. I can't think of his name. <laughs> Birdman? I can't Hawks? think of his name. No, not Hawks. Uh, Dark Shadow. Oh, Dark Shadow, because he's, he's black and purple. <laughs> yeah, that's confusing. So uh, I'm like, I guess that's a that's a thing. fan theory that somehow he went back in I don't time. Know, this doesn't what? Look, but whoa, right whoa, here, whoa. this doesn't look like All Might, and he's not. Why is he so short? <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, he he is short there, or maybe it's supposed to be like on a slant. Like it's going downhill, but it doesn't seem that because like look like it looks like this person. Yeah, because Nana. Well, Nana. That means Nana's taller than everybody. Yeah, that's what it looks like. But I'm like, not, but All Might's not that short. Yeah, that's weird. And I, I feel like if I didn't know it was All Might, I wouldn't have guessed that was All Might. I can kind of see it in the hair and a little bit in the jawline, but the the ores throw me off. Uh, what and even say? the clothes, like this isn't All Might's outfit. Yeah, I, I don't. It looks almost like as I was like neck wrap. Yeah. Um, I only brought that up because... Wait, what do you say? It's a fan theory that somehow Bakugo went back in time and became the second user of One for All or something like that. What? What? <laughs> I haven't looked into it that much. only brought that up because I hadn't put much weight into this theory until a manga issue showed a pic of Bakugo talking to young Deku. What? And it's like, how would that be possible? And y'all know how animes like this, like the foreshadow stuff, cough, cough, Dobby. It's not his time travel. That'd be so weird. Come on, man. Attack on Titan's already doing weird time stuff. I don't need more anime doing time shit. <laughs> it's confusing. Yeah, here's even another photo of... Uh... Okay, that looks more like young All Might. But why young All Might? Is that like maybe they're as old as when they got the see, power? I still don't see it. I still don't see you it. You don't see it in the face and the hair? No. Because he's got like that... The, not even All Might where he's like All Mighted out. It looks like All Might when he's like in the other form. Before he buffs up, he's got like the long bangs. Um, they're, they're down. They're not even up. Like all my hair stands up. That in the other form, it kind of hangs down. But thanks, Port the Cardis. 
uh, you just raise more questions that I have no idea what's fucking going on in this anime. Uh, next oh, email. Shit. This dude kind of looked like Bakugan. Like, you what? can even kind of see the gauntlets. Really? I keep looking at different pictures. Look at the red one. That does look like Bakugo's gauntlets. That was a reference to further questions. What? What? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm very confused. But why? And how? I, okay, somebody please tell me who's whoever read the manga. Right in, but he said, right in. But he said it didn't happen in the manga yet. No, but I want to know if that scene or that that whole thing in the second movie is canon. Like, is the is Bakugo getting one for all temporarily something that happens in the manga, or is that only in the yeah, movie? Yeah, like even this. I keep looking at more pictures. That looks the smile, the yeah, eyes. Yeah, the smile and the eye. Yeah, bro, what is <laughs> happening? <laughs> what is this? Does that make any sense? Okay, uh, Diego Benitez next email. He says, "Bro, the fuck." Yeah, exactly. The fuck. Uh, what's up, my guys? First of all, you guys fucking need to get on Spotify. Oh yeah, we do. Because hey, I'm a clumsy guy, and sometimes I press buttons on my phone and don't mean to. When I press the back button accidentally, I'd much rather have it go back 15 seconds instead of the whole goddamn episode. But I digress. Uh, I guess maybe you're using it on SoundCloud. We're also on iTunes, but you're right. I should also post on iTunes or Spotify. Bro, what the fuck is up with white hooded Captain America? <laughs> Found myself yelling at my screen like, yo, it wasn't even him, bro. Calm down. <laughs> like, fuck, bro. Give the shield to Sam already. Uh, well, can't wait to see how the officials try to justify his actions episode five. Whatever we're going to have to see, I guess. Catch, up, guy. Uh, catch you guys later. Uh, peace out. Thank you, Diego. Um, yeah, we were saying the same thing. We hope that it's not going to be a scapegoat situation where they're just like, yeah, you had a bad day. Yeah. I mean, it could be some of that Fox News-isms. Uh, yeah, he's he was fighting because at the end of the day, he killed a terrorist. Mm. So, is it really a problem? Yes, because you're not supposed to be judge, jury, and executioner. Well, speaking of Falcon speaking of Falcon Winter Soldier, Josh. Well, wait, now I'm like all in the fucking rabbit hole. Like, would would you like that though? Like, what? if Baku, like, I go back oh. in time and. Uh, I, <laughs> Yeah, of course you got to see how they do it, but I'm just like I don't. Just on principle alone, I don't like that. But if they found a way to make it make sense, I guess. But that seems I don't. I didn't even like it in the movie where he gave Baco the power temporarily. So for him to at some point have been an actual holder of one for all in the past, I don't know. It that seems so convoluted. I, Maybe it's, but now we know who Bakugo's dad is. Somebody like, can't even be like an ancestor, like a grandfather no. or something. And then, like, what would make him? I guess because he knows the future. If he goes back to the past, and he knows it has to go to Deku. But I'm like, but uh, I don't know. I'm just like all confused now. But it wouldn't even be like because I'm like, why would he pass it on? Like, and then who did he pass it on to? Because he doesn't live in the past, so how does he know? Yeah, he would have to pass it to whoever the second or third or yeah, third or fourth. One for all older would have been. But how did he know who that is? We don't uh, even know who that is. Exactly. I don't know. That's so weird. Uh, Joshua Atkinson says, Episode 5 is reported to be over an hour long for Falcon Winter Soldier. The showrunner, I believe in his title, said there will be a cameo of a character who hasn't appeared in the MCU and is a grounded character. My assumption was going to be with Steve Rogers, but we'll see. I'll put my bet on Misty Knight. No way. No way. I was thinking Florence Pugh's Black Widow. Oh, that makes sense. Because I'm like, I feel like there's a reason Marvel wanted Black Widow to come out first originally. Mm. Yeah, tee up the movie. But at the same time, I'm like, 
again, less episode. I'm like, I don't want there to be a new character introduced. Like, focus on the people that we have. We still haven't even met the fucking power broker. Yeah, but if it's a cameo, probably just for a, one scene. Yeah. It wouldn't be like a whole thing. Um, she's Sam. Oh, he says Misty Knight because she's Sam's psychic in the comics. And just an off topic question like last week. There was a debate on Twitter on who is better between Jamie Foxx and Will Smith. What's your guys' take on who's the better artist slash actor? What? <laughs> that's so random. The better artist actor. I, I, I'd say Jamie Jam- Foxx is the better actor. Yeah, I would say Jamie Foxx is the better actor. What about artist? Oh, but yeah, Jamie Foxx sings too. What am I saying? Yeah, Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Fox. Yeah, Jamie Foxx did. <laughs> Because I'm like, yeah, Will Smith. He, uh, and you know who didn't have an entanglement? Jamie Foxx. So, <laughs> that so, we know of. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> At least he didn't have a song made about it. So I'd say Jamie, Jamie Foxx wins in that regard. <laughs> yeah, pro- probably Jamie. Yeah. I like Will Smith, but yeah, I'll take Jamie. Um, next email comes from, and I think this is our last one. We got a lot of emails this week. Uh, is this our last one? Yes, this is our last email. Uh, and I opened the wrong one because I'm an idiot. All right. Uh, from Critical Heightus. Wow, I'm late. Hey, guys, have to apologize to you. Last year in August, I unsubscribed from y'all because I didn't think you were going to come back to us. So you unsubscribed and never <laughs> find out? <laughs> Damn, okay. I mean, it was nine months. But I stayed tuned to Blackgate Comic Geek's Instagram and got nostalgic for this podcast. I searched for this podcast again, hoping that would be, uh, hoping that it would have come back, and here y'all are. Oh, the joy. I see that y'all have been back since December of last year, so now I'm going back and listening to those episodes. Sorry, I'm late to the party. Well, better late than never, but did you have to give up on us? <laughs> you could, and you could lie to me. You didn't have to tell yeah, me that part. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty, I guess. Uh, I don't know if you remember me. I am Bio Ade. Oh, I remember you, the the African uh, guy with pronunciation. Mm-hmm. I left a five-star review a while back saying how Jordan pronounced Dio correctly. Dio. Uh, it's Nigerian. Yoruba, to be exact. I missed the d- dynamic that you both have, and I wish y'all had a visual aspect to your podcast. Um, I mean, you have the setup for it. <laughs> we could just do a... Nah, it's too much work. I'd have to edit that. Fuck that. <laughs> That's a lot of editing. Lazy. I am lazy. <laughs> uh, speaking of Black Guy Comic Geek, Michael, I dimmed you on IG about pronunciation of Ayo. Oh, that was you. Okay. Oh, there you go. One of the Melage that showed up in episode four of Falcon Winter Soldier. I hope I'm not coming off as the pronunciation police. I just want our people to pronounce our names correctly because we know how to pronounce Japanese names, Bakugo Naruto, and European names, Galfinakish, Schwarzenegger. But when it comes to African names, we got to put some respect on them. If we don't, who will? You're absolutely right. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, I'm overjoyed y'all came back. You're the best there is at what y'all do. Oh, thank you. Even though you unsubscribe to us, so. <laughs> so we're not that good. Yeah. And what y'all do is stay true to your name and every aspect of it. If there's any hip hop questions that need answering, I'm your guy. If there's any references y'all miss, uh, there are some. I'm going to be the one to tell you. I assign myself Blur Vision Podcast Hip Hop Blur Correspondent. Thank you both for sh- uh, sticking with each other and doing this show for us and the culture. Stay nerdy, like, my blurdies. Did we talk about hip hop like that? I'm like, I, have we ever? That's a good, that's a good question. But if we ever do, then we know who to go to. Yeah. And I'm always, you know, guys. Like oh, I would say every week, like I, I love hearing you guys um, 
sending emails, kind of filling in gaps in our podcast. If we miss something, if we got something wrong, I, I'm all for corrections in addition. So, by all means, hippity hoppity, hip hop, the hippity, the hippity, and the hip hip hop, and don't stop the boogie. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's uh, get into topics this week. This is, we're talking about feckling the Winter Soldier so much. Let's just jump right into that. Episode four: The world is watching. These guys use brute force. They're strong. We're gonna need all hands on deck for whatever's coming next. The world's more complicated now. We're never gonna stop. It doesn't have to be a war. He already is. A good friend of mine once said, the price of freedom is high. It always will be. And if you don't know our uh, our rating system here on Blurred Vision, I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Catchapon. I mean, everybody definitely wants us to talk about the end scene. But how did you feel about this week's episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier in general? Just give our quick ratings and, and thoughts and then jump right into spoilers. I really like this episode, mm. and I fucking hated this episode. <laughs> oh, wait, why? <laughs> like, in terms of how it made you feel emotionally? Or... Yeah. Yes. Okay, all right. I agree with that. We'll get to that later. <laughs> all right. But um, I've been marinating on for the last couple of days, and because I've been wondering, I'm like, which one's my favorite? Because I'm like, I, I've been competing between episode two and this one. Mm. And I think episode two is still my favorite. Okay, but this is like, like breakneck, like right there, like right, right up on it. Yeah, I can see where you're coming to that conclusion. It's like, from. like just the tip of the dick when it goes inside. It's like it's not, but it's not the full dick. <laughs> oh, I want an analogy, it's just, it's, but... just, it's just the tip. Yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> interesting analogy, but yeah, I hear you. All right. <laughs> so, like in terms of like. All, all the things that the show like brought in in this episode, like I really, I really enjoyed like the the backstory that we got for Carly and things like that. And oh, you enjoyed something with Carly this week? Yeah, no, I enjoy, I enjoyed a lot of the Carly stuff. Okay, and we'll get to the criticism of, the, of on the other side later, but like I love the just seeing uh, the 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 uh, what what am I trying to say? Like showing like this episode showed like why Sam should be Captain America. I think this show every week has been doing that. It just hasn't been like so in your face. But every time yeah, uh, John yeah. Walker makes a bad decision as Captain America, you can kind of see the, the on the other side how Sam would be a better version of that character. Yeah, I, and I, I do feel like Sam's storyline has been a lot more subtle. Yeah. At the same time, though, I do kind of feel like it's taking a backseat to Bucky a little bit. Just a little bit. Mm, I can I kind of see that. But yeah, like I love, I love, I love this episode. Like I, I thought, like just the shit that Marvel is doing in this show, like it keeps surprising me every episode. I'm just like, I'm surprised they're going here, and every episode it seems to be cranked up. And like yet, I'm not. you're still the one complaining about it needs more episodes. I, yes, before you yes, heard your I, I hope they fucking take it there. If they don't take it, they'll be mad. But they're doing that, so why won't you yes, assume that they're going to do the same thing with the 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 wind? You want me to just say it right now? Go for it. Because I'm just like, okay. So Put your dick on the table, Michael. Well, how do you really feel? Because I'm like, I'm going to like, 
Because I'm like, I don't want to say it all right. But basically, the reason why I spoil like, guys if he's going to say something spoilery. <laughs> yeah, I might as well. Whatever. Yeah. It's been how many days? It's exactly. almost been a, yeah, it's almost, it's, it's been a week. Yeah, it's almost episode five. Exactly. But the reason why, again, like I said, I don't know how this show is going to end. But the reason why I feel like life is good, but it could be better. Yeah. <laughs> like. Granted. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. But like part part of what I, what I praised about this episode in in terms of like the flag smashes and more more specifically Carly, hmm. but I'm like imagine how much more connected and how much better this show would have been if we actually got like a full-on flashback episode where we saw life for the flag smashers in, in the during the blip. Mm. And we saw what Carly's life was like, the rest of the Flag Smashers. Instead of them, t- it's like writing 101. You're telling me instead of showing me. Mm. And because we only got six episodes, they don't have any time to show me. Because we got to move it like. Well, what if we get to play Devil's Advocate? What if we get a flashback scene in the next two episodes? A scene, I'm talking about entire. Ep- like, think about WandaVision. That he- entire episode, episode but, eight. About Wanda, the main character. I don't want to see a whole flashback episode about the Flag but Smashers. Just, but not just the Flag Smashers, but also with that going to my other critics. Criticism, seeing more of the relationship between John Walker and Battle Coon. <laughs> you want to see more of that? <laughs> like, see, like, considering what they ended up doing, mm. if they could have built that relationship up, and then also in, with, in terms of storytelling, how much better it would, again, life is good, but it could be better. How much yeah. better it would have been if you did get the audience a little bit more conflicted in terms of uh, John Walker and his eventual descent into quote unquote villainy. Because I don't think they're gonna make, say that. But I don't think they're gonna make him a full on. At least I hope they don't make him. A, they they go the Wandavision route and make at you know make him a full on villain when he's not really a villain. Just make him problematic, but not a full on villain. But like mm. you, you saw the uh, so you see the relationship between him and his best friend. You see maybe a flashback to to. Uh, the uh, time he was in Afghanistan and why the government saw this guy as like, oh, I see this guy can be our Captain America because such and such and such and such. And we see it again. You're, we're seeing you're showing me instead of telling me mm. the reason he became the Medal of Honor winner. How how was his home life or whatever? Because we didn't see we saw the wife for like one scene. Yeah, where she at? Yeah, where the <laughs> fuck is she at? And I'm like, I want to see her reaction to like but him you, murdering somebody it was like oh that's not my husband that, I don't know who this guy is I mean I hear your complaints and I see where you're coming from but to play devil's more, advocate you don't know what you don't know so what if we do get that scene with the wife in the next two episodes and it isn't or or, or, or in the other case what happens if we did get that whole episode dedicated to the Flag Smashers but we don't like it like what if it was bad like there's a world where what if it was like um, that episode in Stranger Things where we spent a whole whole episode with Eleven and we're like I don't give a fuck about this you yeah, know that's I mean? completely different how that, do you that, know you no, don't know the, the 11, you, <laughs> that's not the same thing because the Eleven storyline but you didn't even like Carly no, so what if, what, what if we got that backstory but that's my point though the reason I didn't like Carly is because we didn't know shit about about her yeah. but then you get to this episode they actually this out of all the th- four episodes this is the episode that we spent the most time with Carly mm-hmm. and so because of that I've gained more of a connection to her so I'm like what if we gotten more of that especially like the random guy that killed himself was like oh yeah you guys and then you see him getting shot at. you're like yeah. I don't give a fuck because we don't know who he is yeah. but imagine if we did know who he was we got a flag we saw him we saw him maybe the moment that he met Carly the moment that he decided to become one world one people like None of that meant shit because we don't know, like, we didn't know who these people are. So, like, <laughs> again, I see where you're coming from, but I wasn't unsatisfied by the arc they're on right now. Like, it, that's it, what I'm saying. I'm not unsatisfied. It's good. Yeah. But, but it, it could, could be, be better. <laughs> it could be. 
but it also could be worse. <laughs> like, and yeah, I, it could be worse. And, and but you get those other it's not things. like I'm asking for like 20 episodes. No, but there's, there's definitely another world where if we a parallel universe where we did get those things you're asking for, and we're like, man, this episode was slow. I don't really give a fuck about Carly and her backstory. But we'll get back to Sam and Bucky. I want to see their story. You know what I mean? Like, there's. I, I hear you. Because I mean, even, I even think about even think extent. about Infinity War. The reason we're so we like Thanos and we're so connected to Thanos because most of the movie was about Thanos. We follow you think Thanos. Thanos. A lot of, <laughs> I'm not saying she's Thanos, but I'm just talking about the connection, the backstory, the yeah. the, the the seeing instead of show and the uh, showing instead of telling. You know why I don't really care. That's about... That's like storytelling one on one. You don't oh, do that. Yeah, I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I I just think that I don't really care about her as an individual. I care about her as what she brings to the story and how her existence creates this this dichotomy between Stan, Sam's approach and John Walker's approach. She's really, to me, in my mind, more of a plot device, less of a character. But the, it's, but in on that like, on, on that standard, I feel like she's a really well done plot device because I do, to some extent, care about her, and I also feel like I care more about her in this episode than I have in the entire show so far. Which is my point. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> because we spent more time with her. But I feel like, for me at least, the time we spent for her, spent with her, is enough to make me care just enough for about her story and how it relates to Sam's story. You know what I mean? Like, and if we did flesh her out, story out more. Previously, with like flashbacks or whatever, and it you know it, it actually added and didn't subtract anything. Of course, before that, but not knowing what you don't know, I don't know if in these last two episodes we're gonna get like a flashback scene that makes me care about her more. I don't know if we're gonna get more things down the line, like with um, with even like John Walker's backstory that make me make me care about him more. Um, I can't make that assessment until I've seen the whole thing. And yeah, that's why, I mean, that's why I said the first thing out of my mouth, of course, I don't know what I don't know, but just yeah. based on, because we only had two episodes left, yeah. and it's still, so, we still haven't met the power broker. There's if still there's stuff no with, more Carly, though, stuff I don't need any more Carly. I'm like, there's still stuff with Sharon. There's still... Are we gonna talk about? Are we gonna get back to Isaiah or not? Like, what, we have Sam, to go back to Sam Isaiah. Sam still has to get the shield. Like, so I'm like, because of that... This so again, we don't know what we don't know, but st- like let's say like, both episodes like, are an hour each. I think they could do that in two hours. I think they could resolve all those stories. And then in this two hours. this cameo that's gonna show up in this next episode. You think it's Steve? I don't know. Like I said, I think it's, it could be Florence Pugh's Black Widow, but that makes sense too. But then I'm like, but why is she showing it? Like, what is person? Uh, I don't know. I feel like thematically they have to show Steve, even if it's just at the very end for one conversation with Sam after he becomes Captain America. But, but but so what would you rate this episode? I, st- I still get a uh, uh, perfect vision. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Um, I give it the same rating. Um, and I really love the stuff they did with Bucky and his like we talked about before the flashback uh, to his time in Wakanda with Io. Um, there. Oh yeah, and that's uh, you just reminded me real quick. Like oh, the what? acting in this episode. Not that the acting's been bad in any, but like I the, feel the like crying. The, not Bucky's just crying not just Bucky, scene. but oh, oh, like the acting for all of everybody. Sam's, Sam. Yeah, the conversation Wyatt, with Carly. Wyatt Russell. And yeah. uh, Sebastian Stan, like that shit was like, yeah, all all tins. they really brought their A game for this episode. Yeah, the especially, conversation, especially Wyatt Russell, like, just yeah, walk, yeah. And even though you know, fuck white people for for actually sympathizing with him, but I understand why they would, because he's he's he was purposefully built as a sympathetic character even from the first episode that's why there was even a time where we we're like he's not so bad oh he's the worst <laughs> like it was it, he's meant to be like that so it's like but I, that's why I said what I said like imagine if we got more of that 
and how much better it would be if we were like really conflict because we saw because just like you mentioned in the beginning we're like yeah when people you know and you've seen their you know their story you end up being a little bit more conflicted when they end up doing some wrong shit well imagine if we got more of his story and seen where he came from seen all the bad decisions he had to make in Afghanistan and knowing why he made those decisions and then seeing him get rewarded but for it and then we, you're kind of like but what if we do get a flashback I mean we don't know yet <laughs> yeah I know we don't know but at the same time it's me, like because me in this episode so that conversation with with Battlestar, Coon, whatever you want to call, <laughs> but respect his name, okay? He at least was level-headed more so than even uh, uh, John Walker in this episode. This, this episode made me like Battlestar more because it was like, oh, he's not a complete asshole. Like he he might be a little oblivious in terms of like, would you get, would you use Super Soldier Serum? Hell yeah, I would. And it's like, but clearly he's not worthy to be Captain America, but he is, or even Falcon. But you know he. he when it came down to it, he was a voice of reason. When it, when it came to John Walker wanting to go full, like Maverick, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you don't think so? <laughs> I like, mean, no, I agree with that. But I'm, but that gets to the, the thing I hate about this episode. Oh, okay. But but in terms of just the things I liked, like I, I felt like those moments were enough to make me sympathetic to their characters. And it made it felt real. Like I didn't need to see the flashback of them in Afghanistan. Just just knowing the PR things that we had seen before in episode two versus that somber conversation he had with Battlestar when they were alone made me kind of put the pieces of the puzzle together and go, oh, okay, so this is who this guy really is. And even like the, I, I forgot who said it. Uh, maybe it was the video we just watched where it was like, oh, Captain, he says like, he went through all those struggles in Afghanistan. He didn't know if he was doing it even right. And Captain America is the first thing where he feels like it's truly right. Like, I understood why he feels the way he does. I, I understood the insecurity he was feeling. I understood him being at his lowest point when he got his ass beat by who he perceives to be inferior black women. Fuck you, John Walker. <laughs> but I, 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 I could see the wheels turning in his head and I could walk through the decisions that he made to get him to the point where he takes the super social serum off screen even. It wasn't like they even showed him do it. You just can see through all the different actions throughout the episode why he would take that course of action. In some ways, he's like Buffy, but not much, not as heroic. Like Buffy? Yes. Explain. He has a superiority complex, but he has an inferiority complex about it. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? It's a Buffy thing? Yeah. Buffy has a superiority like like I said the same thing she has a superiority complex but an inferiority complex about it mm. John, that's what John Walker has yeah even the, even down to the details of uh, you, do you know who I am I'm Captain yeah, America I was yeah. gonna say yeah him him beating his chest whenever we walk into the room like uh, John Walker Captain America Captain America Captain America you Captain America uh, my name's Captain America but then and this is not my own thoughts this is me just seeing shit on the internet I'm like oh my god thank god for the internet because I would never get these connections every time Steve introduces himself it's never Captain America it's always been a Steve yeah. it's always just a, my, Steve. even in Infinity War I am Groot I am Steve, Steve Rogers I yeah. go I'm Captain America <laughs> <laughs> and it just shows you the difference in their mentalities and why one is actually worthy for the shield and why one isn't. Um, and yeah, like the, the stuff, even the stuff with Zemo, all great this episode. Uh, him using fucking pedophile tactics to to get information out of those kids. Yeah, I was just like, what, <laughs> take what, a little piece of candy. Yeah, what, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, but I like the fact that they did show that he's better at intel gathering than even Sam and Bucky are mm -hmm. to show his his intel intelligence more. Um, and then you know, of course, by the end of the episode where. John Walker gets pushed too far by seeing his Sam get killed. 
Um, but yeah, just people making excuses for the guy of like, oh, he went through so much. That, that's the literally the equivalent of Fox News being like, oh, it's a bad apple. Oh, he had a bad day. Yeah, or like bad it's day. the same shit. I'm like, come, on. guys, <laughs> can you not see the comparison? And people trying to say you would do the same thing. I'm not a cop. Basically, he's a cop. Yeah, cops are regardless. Yes, cops are human. You're still supposed to show restraint, and then literally. You're a super soldier. Now you have superpowers and you have this shield. Everybody's a fucking fan of comics. Guys, with great power comes, comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. Remember those words? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's their crazy double standard in this country with some people. Some people, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> where they'll... They'll want all this responsibility or... The, the unmelanated, that's what we'll call it. Yeah, they'll give excuses to the authority figures as if we should be, be thankful that they're not just wilding out and killing people left and right. Like, oh, he, he showed restraint. More restraint than he should have shown. Like, okay, but yet, flip the script, you'll see a George Floyd and be like, oh, he shouldn't have resisted. Like, they'll put the onus on him. Yeah, he should, yeah. It's like, what? He should have he complied. Yeah. So, where's... Man, I've seen so many fucking videos where the unmelanated are not complying with cops. Yeah. Screaming and cursing them out, putting their fingers in their face. So that's right for them to get killed, right? Because they... Yeah. <laughs> but no. Same person. That person or died. literally... Like, oh, it's too much. They murder a whole church of black people, but they, the cops are able to somehow fucking restrain them, lock them up, and take them to Burger King after that. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it happens time and time again, whether it's Dylan Ruth or the guy that was in the Minneapolis protests. It's like we should be thankful that white people just aren't killing people. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? But they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I would also give the episode Perfect Vision. Um, I, I just, I'm really excited to see these last two episodes and to see which direction they take John Walker in, whether the government backs up what he did and uses excuses and scapegoats to kind of like, you know, uh, belittle it and kind of sweep it under the rug, or if they scapegoat him completely and go like, eh, well, he's a bad apple. We never really endorse him anyway, even though they were the main ones championing him as next Captain America. Like, I, mean, I just want to see the government's reaction to what he did. His family's reaction, like you said, his wife. I want to see how the world, like the episode was titled The World Was Watching, so now I want to see how the world reacts to that. Yeah, I, that, and I think it would be more interesting if they do both, both and. Like, some people are like, oh, I can't believe him, not my Captain America, but then at the flip side, like they take the Fox News angle, or like, like what they like what happens in real life. Like, yeah. you get, got people fucking defending Derek Chauvin. Yeah. And then, obviously, so, yeah, hopefully they, they do both. Yeah. Take both angles. Yeah. And <laughs> we, we have to talk about it a little bit more because it was such a great scene. The Dora Milaje putting John Walker in his fucking place. Applaud worthy. That was... <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was my favorite scene. Of the, I love that so much. That was my favorite scene. Ayo has the most savage one-liners in the, in the fucking MCU, bro. The Dora Milaje have jurisdiction wherever the Dora Milaje happened to be. And it's her fucking eyes. The, eye, the, 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 the same eyes she looked at Black Widow with. It's like, yeah. move or you will be moved. It's like, shit. <laughs> I believe you. Oh my god! And the way, uh, what's the? I don't know. And the then other... I heard because uh, I saw Jeremy Johns like, is that the way that works? I don't think that's right. You know, whatever international sense, yada yada. I'm like, 
how much does it like even Captain America? Like he's not even he's not in America. But like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, is that it? Is that actually legal? Oh wait, no, I, I I watched that review. He says something along. I didn't like that either. He's basically making the comparison that like, oh yeah, that so she's just as bad as John Walker. And it's like, I guess that's something that John Walker would say. And I'm like. Nah, like, <laughs> no. The man that murdered their king is literally free, so I would think they would have jurisdiction. <laughs> yeah. And just on a different level, as a black person, like it feels good to have a black person talk truth to an authority figure like that. I think that's why it's resonated with so many people because that's something like if that's what we want to say to cops sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck off! Like, are you serious right now with your bullshit? But we can't. <laughs> so yeah, it's, we it's well, it's the cathartic un, the, to the see. The unmelanated can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's yeah, exactly that's why you see all those fucking videos of like talking shit to cops and shit. We can't do that shit. Or we be fucking facing the pavement, hands behind our backs. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even if we don't talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> facing the pavement, hands behind our backs, or murdered. Yeah. So seeing that is cathartic, I think, for people of color. But that that whole seems so fucking good. Even the way the other door melange. I don't I don't know her name. When she kick flipped. Uh, the shield into her shield, hand like yeah. Cap did mm-hmm. I was like I want her to keep it because it looks so cool with the door and door Milaj's hand looks so dope <laughs> and plus it's there it's theirs <laughs> well Wakanda it? it's Wakanda's how does multiversal shields work <laughs> for a different universe I mean it's still made of vibranium so regardless true true we don't know where that originated from the other world either but yeah I was like don't give it back you're like give it back I'm like no keep it <laughs> fuck that bitch yeah and, and the, the look on it so the shield, millions of dollars, billions of dollars, vibranium. The look on John Walker's face when he realized they weren't super soldiers. Priceless. Priceless. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even super soldiers. They didn't even have the serum. Like, yeah, like, bitch. Yeah, fuck him up. He, he, and he deserved to be spanked. What's the lie from BBS? You smell that? Sphere. <laughs> you little bitch. Yeah. And that's why it pushed him to fucking want, like, one of the reasons it pushed him to use the serum. He's Cause, like, Because he, he got humbled. Yeah, by black women. By black women, yeah. yeah. I don't think that's a coincidence either. Like, it, there's definitely a, a feel. That's why he was talking down to them before they whooped his ass. Right? Yeah, yeah no, even. even there's, there's a subtext there. That just, I think. just him putting his hand, like, putting his hand <laughs> on his shoulder. It's oh, like, you fucked up. Yeah, you don't fucked up. <laughs> Sam being like, you know, you have a better chance of fighting Bucky <laughs> than Dormelage, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, and Io doing the, the exploding palm strike. Under fucking on, Bucky's yeah, arm. On Bucky's arm. Did you know she could do that? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. But then going to the the tweet that I read earlier. Oh, that's that's a problem. It's, you shouldn't have did that. Fuck you. No, Bucky <laughs> shouldn't have done that. Exactly. <laughs> Bucky overstepped. It really at the end of the day, it's not like they they had they could have done more. They could have took it. Yeah, they could have taken that shit. But and she, then not only just that, but like she didn't she didn't injure Bucky. She just took the arm off. Yeah. And she could have took the she could have took the arm. She didn't. Yeah. What she did was stop the fight. And then not only just that, this is the thing I'm like, I don't under, like, are people watching the same show? <laughs> it's not like she attacked Bucky unprovoked. She wasn't paying any attention to Bucky at all. Yeah. She was giving a spanking. Her and Adora Milaje were giving a spanking to John Walker because he yeah. fucking deserved it. Yes. Bucky interfered. Yeah. And so it's almost like. <laughs> it's so, such a lackadaisical way to fight. So he's like, Ayo, stop. Oh, stop. Ayo, please stop. <laughs> So had he not grabbed, because like she was like basically whooping his ass, and had he not grabbed like grabbed her spear and started trying to fight her, yeah. 
That's the only reason she attacked Bucky. Which is so dumb because I'm like, as they were fighting, I'm like, you know, Zemo's gonna get away now, right? And he did. And it's like, really, guys, the door melange, really, you guys yeah. <laughs> could keep one eye on the motherfucker. <laughs> well, that's what they were supposed to do, Bucky, and uh, so stupid. Especially considering Bucky knows better. He know he knew better than to interfere with them because they weren't gonna kill John. Because people were like, oh well, if they didn't interfere. They were gonna kill John Walker. No, they're they're supposed to take a- they were not gonna kill. They could have killed John Walker at multiple times during that fight. Yeah. No, they were gonna do what T'Challa did, which is taking Zemo. Well, not even just that. I'm talking about when they were fighting him. Oh, yeah. They were like, I oh, he was going to kill John Walker. So, of course, they had to enter. They were not going to kill John Walker. They were just going to spank him. Yeah, I never got that sense. There was they, never a scene where it was like a lethal blow that was stopped or something. Yeah. So, nah, fuck that shit. So, Bucky knew better, but he, didn't, also, but he Ayo, didn't act better. Ayo was hurt. Like, you could hear her voice when she was like, what did she say? Uh, she damn said, you, she damn said, you, boss, James. damn you, James. Not boss. white. Oh, not, yeah, like, like goddamn you. Yeah, boss. not white wolf. Yeah. That was the first time she's called him James, not the White Wolf or anybody from Wakanda. Oh, shit. Does that mean she actually stripped his title? Like, he's not the White Wolf anymore? I, I would assume so. Damn. It's not a really funny TikTok by... It's uh, like you act like a name? colonizer. Nick- you get treated like a colonizer. So it's like <laughs> people are talking about... People are talking about, oh, they just shows they didn't really trust Bucky in the first place. Yeah. It's like, well, like... Bucky ended up proving them right. I saw a really funny TikTok where someone was like, uh, it was a conversation between Sam, it was uh, Nick, Wa- I don't remember pronounce her name, Nick Marina. she's really funny, a black woman, yeah, I know the, yeah. she's really funny. But it was a, She made a TikTok where it was talking about uh, the combo between Sam and Bucky, talking about, uh, Bucky telling about the name White Wolf, and Sam's like, is Bucky more black than me? Because <laughs> if, I mean, I felt that way too, because if, if my white friend was like, uh, was, was embraced by Africa's hell Wakanda and given an African Wakanda name, I'd be like, what? Where, where's my name? I want to be Black Falcon now. <laughs> but, he, but, he's, but he's never been there. Yeah, I know, but still. Well, no, they, they were there that one time for Infinity For like War. a two, for two seconds though. For that one scene where it was like, um, wait, what did, wasn't it Falcon and, and War Machine? Yeah, they were both there. Yeah. But it was during war times. Yeah. Bucky was there during peace times. Yeah, yeah He was yeah. there for two years. Oh, yeah, it wasn't even... I, I thought the They interaction, were there for like a day. Yeah. The, the interaction wasn't even between really them. It was between um, War Machine and, and Hulk. Where it was like, do I bow? Like, yeah, go ahead, bow. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do that here. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. Even though they do, because they like... <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, but what was I about to say? I forgot. Fuck. Was it anything about Bucky and Io? Anything about Sam, Zemo, Battlestar? I'm calling him Battlestar now. He's dead. <laughs> Put some respect on his dead name. Oh, <laughs> and also that, like he, uh, during the moments where Bucky was gonna, or not Bucky, where John Walker was told, just wait here for 10 minutes. 10 minutes, my guy? White people. <laughs> Privilege. You at can't first, wait I was like, is he, at first I was like, is he already on the serum? Cause like, cause it seemed like he was tweaking out. Like he was twitching yeah. and shit. No. Again, great performance by, jo- by Wyatt Russell, but I was like, what is wrong with him? No. But then you turned out like nothing. He's just, just fucking... Privileged white guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't unreasonable. You don't tell me what to do. I'm Captain America. Like. Basically. Yeah, that's it. But in that scene where Bucky's telling him to stop, and I'm like, Bucky, there's no way they're going to... Because I, I saw it coming. I saw the dominoes falling. Sam goes into that room to talk down uh, uh, Carly, and... Knowing Sam's background as a you know uh, a mediator for people that have issues coming from war and trauma and stuff like that, I knew he'd be able to do it. But then having the wild and I'm card, I'm glad they brought that back. Yeah, and it, bro, his conversation with Carly was so good. 
just his dynamic with her, his, yeah. the, the the logic loops he's putting her in. And he's like, you're making me sound like, I'm making you sound like what? I'm yeah, not doing nothing. Exactly. He's like, I'm letting you talk. That's what you sound like. And it's like, fuck. Great Captain America. That's all great Captain America moments. But having John Walker be like, literally like you said, tweaking, not being able to be patient for 10 minutes and he wants to run in there. I was happy that Battlestar, I thought Battlestar would have his back. But really, it was him on Bucky's side being like, hey, man, let's give him a second. Let's give him a chance. Let him, this hasn't been 10 minutes yet. Let him fucking talk it out. You know what I mean? Like, So I, I, I thought they did, good, did a good job of showing that Battlestar's not a complete asshole, asshole either. You didn't like that? Yeah, You're yeah. making a face like, <laughs> like <laughs> no, fuck that no, dude. No, I, I agree. I agree with, I agree with everything. That's not, that's not the problem. I don't have a problem with Battlestar. Okay. Ah, I right, said so Battlestar. Yeah, started. I know. I, I, know. I, I, I hesitated, though. <laughs> <laughs> I had to fight the urge. <laughs> I have a problem with what they did. I don't what? like the death. I have, how a problem, he died? I have a problem with that. I was just like, bro, if you just set your ass not, down. Not how he died, just the fact that they killed him off, period. Why? I have a problem with that. He's black? That, yes. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, A, it's like, how many black people do we have in the MCU that you're just killing them off? I mean, and wait, I hear you. And not even just that, knowing that he's not dead in the comics. And on top of that, in terms of uh, U.S. agent John Walker. Yeah. Uh,. They literally are both super soldiers and have the same powers. So it's like they're on they're on the they're on the same level. Mm. But in the MCU, you take the white guy, you raise him up, and then you take the black guy, you lower him by A, you're killing him off. You don't make him a super soldier. You make him the sidekick to I f- But I feel like it's a better analogy to Sam and Steve. Right? It, is it? I mean, if they both had superpowers, you wouldn't be like Sam. And and Sam didn't have powers and Steve did. And but that's the that's the that's where the difference is. They're not Sam and. But Steve. I feel like the point of these characters in the MCU version is to be parallels. I hear what you're saying with the comic version, but I feel like in the MCU, the point of the setup they made for them was to be a parallel as Sam and Sam and Steve. No, I mean I guess, but it's. Th- but like, I hear you too. Killing all the black guys, I was like, <laughs> but but. And then not only, but then not only just that. Like, okay, fine. If you wanna, if you wanna kill him off. Okay, but and this is goes to what I was saying about the the, the uh, shortness of the episodes. But like, yeah, because to me it just comes across as like you have this black character, and you set him up just to be a prop for the white guy. That's mm. really his. Because other than other than the relationship that he has for John Walker, who is who is Lamar Hoskins? He is. He he's literally made to. But that's give, my but that's my problem. Give character with, development that's my problem to with the John whole Walker. thing. Granted, it's not necessarily the same thing, but it's technically you fridged him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm making a face right now for different reasons. I do that a lot in my my writing. So. Yeah, I was like, what do you think about Power Rangers? Yeah, I do this shit all the time. So, I mean, because it's a writing technique. You do it to inform another character rather than that character be their own character for them. Like, you know, yeah. And it's a problem. It's, yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> But in this especially, instance, because I mean, what, his, what was his his credentials? Like I said before, he wears a SWAT vest. Like, what did he do? I mean, he was the translator. I mean, in terms of like a fight, he's just a guy. Like, he had nothing. But you that's can't my give point. him a shield but that's my point. give him in, wings. In the MCU, like, that's how they made him. In the, yeah. the comics, like, literally, they're on the same level. They're on equal footing. Yeah. They should give him li- And something. they also have the same, uh, like, not one is strong. They both got the same serum from the power broker. So they literally have the same power. Mm-hmm. And he's still alive. Yeah. So it's like, you, you change that. 
And again, I don't have a problem when you changing things from the comics to the movie because you know it's not this. Because I always say all the time, people are like, "Well, in the comics, such as," I'm like, "Well, this isn't the comics; it's the movies." Mm. So I don't necessarily have a problem with changing, but it's like, like even Mbaku, he's I'm glad he's not man ape like he is in the comics. <laughs> yeah. You changed him for the better, but I feel like in this, you changed it for the worse. Hmm. You say that. But I know who, I feel like but I know who this battle star is. I don't know who the comic battle star is. I feel like any change is better. But even, say, even if you don't know who the comic battle star is, <laughs> yeah. like just the the fact that you have this black character and he only exists but for to make the white guy snap. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like there's plenty of other ways John Walker could have got to the same conclusion. His wife dying. In fact, it's the only other thing to do. Or, or, not even his wife. Or like a, close or like him. a rent or a civilian. He's he, mm. he's he's trying to be Captain America nah, or whatever. That would make him too noble. It's got to be something personal that makes him like selfish. Nah, I don't think so. Like, because him, if he's because we've been, we've been seeing there's but if little see, moments I, where he he'd where, be more endearing than if he was doing it because a civilian died. Like the. I don't want him to be justifiable. Because, I mean, you could still say Lamar. Like, Lamar's tech, he's a quote-unquote civilian or whatever. But he's like, not. It's some, like, the reason why it makes more sense that that would make him snap is because it's somebody personal to him. And I would, it would have to be somebody personal. So it's either him or it's his wife. As a writer, if I were writing it, I would, have to, I would pick between those two. I feel like you'd rather the wife. <laughs> rather be the, well, no, because then that'd even be more problematic. Why? Cause oh, because then it literally is frigid? Then it literally is frigid, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless she's got more of a role in the last two episodes, what's the point of her character, right? She's got to come back for but something. But still the same thing. Like, yeah. you, you introduce her just to kill her off. It's the yeah. same thing with Lamar. He's only been there I mean, to kill him off. I'm going to defend myself and right then now not only just as a that, writer. And then not only just that, but then, like I said, it'd be one thing if you actually built his character up. Yeah. And then he dies. I even think of like, because people got upset with like Tara dying in, in, uh, in, in uh, Buffy. Mm-hmm. At least, but at least Tara was a character when yeah. she died. Where in this show, when when Lamar dies, you're thinking, "Oh, damn, John's gonna snap." You're like, most people are not like, "Oh, damn, Lamar died." It's like, "Oh, John's gonna fucking snap. like." You're thinking about his death as it relates to John, not mm. the actual character. Yeah, this is one of those because he's not a character. I don't know if more time would be necessary, but even just different interactions with him. Like if if he remember how before you were complaining about how he wasn't really interacting with Sam at all. Like, maybe if they had more down-on-earth moments between those two. But that also equals more time, because you spent more time with him. Yeah, but I, I don't even, like, even in the moments, I'm not saying, like, add conversations or add instances of conversations. I'm just saying, like, when they're in the back of that pickup truck, if they just had a few words to each other, you know, stuff like that. Like, just small things would have gone a long way, I think, to characterize him more than right before he died. Because the only time I actually liked, the only reason I cared about him dying at all was because of those scenes with him kind of being the voice of reason between John Walker and Bucky. You know what I mean? Like that was that made me like him. So when he died, I was like, "Oh fuck. That sucks." Even a little bit. But if if he didn't have those scenes, I'd be like, "Fucking good. I don't care." Like, <laughs> fuck that guy. I would've been still calling him Balcoon. So you know, you see the difference, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't know. I I hear what you're saying though. You're not wrong. I know I'm always right. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this is why. But like it'll be like and it'll be a completely different thing in the sense of, like, the whole fridging aspect of it is, say, if, like, Lamar was a white guy as opposed to a black guy. Mm. 
So then the um, not it just the, hurts a little bit more not, for us. Not the po- not the power dynamics, but the dynamics does change about it because it's like the white, so white people with diamond does it in the freaking MCU. Yeah. When it comes to like black characters or women characters or leading women characters, that's why the, the whole fridging terminology exists because like it, it just it only existed when it came to like specifically women. Yeah. And comics and them dying to prop up the male superhero. And it's the same thing with minority now, minority characters. Like, you, know, you think of horror movies, like the stereotype, the black guy always dies first. I mean, I hear you, but I'm going to talk on behalf of like a writer. Characters are literally tools in a story, right? If they, like, as you're, you're, we're upset by the fridging thing because it's like, oh, he's just, you're just using one character as a tool to, motive, to to characterize and give development to another character. And yeah, that's kind of the point. It's a it's a writing tool. These characters are all tools in a story. So sometimes it's hard to balance that with the social implications that might arise like this. Because then it's like, because if you try and change like say the race to make it not as problematic then you're losing the black character completely you know what i mean but then you're not killing off the black character but then you never had a black character to begin with and it's like you, it's it's a hard balance but then at the same time though like, and i'm saying all this because there's things that happen in episode four but worthy <laughs> that in hindsight i was like i feel like if i reviewed this this would be the issue that me and mike would have <laughs> But, but then at the same time, that wasn't my intention when writing it. But then at the same time, though, like you talk about balancing the social issue with what you're trying to get with the story, there wouldn't be a social issue if it wasn't constantly happening time and time and time and time and time again. Yes, in the if it was like in a the one-off, history, it was writing. like a one-off here, one-off there. But like again, we talk about the stereotype of like, oh, the black guy always dies first in horror. Yeah, there's some horror movies where that doesn't happen. Maybe the black guy dies second or third or whatever. Yeah. But it's still... I don't know. I'm just saying that, you know, there's a world where like, what if the black guy died first in the horror movie, but originally the it, the person cast it wasn't even black and it just it was coincidence mm. that later Twitch, on... Twitching. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... I'm maybe, maybe, oh, no, you said cast it. I'm like... Oh, uh. cast it. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, there, there are other things that go into it than just like, oh, they kill off a black guy. And again, I'm always speaking of this on the side of the creators. Spoilers! If you can't figure it out, he killed the Black Ranger in episode four. Maybe. But I'm just saying that to say. But I'm that like, but would it be still the same thing? Because I mean, he was Asian before, so. <laughs> but so I'm saying, like, they're looking at things from the top down, like from the outside in. Things Why might, couldn't you die, Jordan? Things might look <laughs> things might look more problematic than they were originally. But that, that's see, but even that because it's like you can make something problematic, purposeful, not purposeful, but like less by accident than what a casting change or a writing change might have done. I don't know. There's a long way to go. But I'm making excuses for myself, really. <laughs> anyway, yeah. let's move on. <laughs> but yeah, there's some stuff that happens. We're gonna, we should talk about it when I drop episode four for more of because I feel like you're going to be like, really, Jordan? <laughs> really? I, mean, I did for episode one. I'm like, so you killed the gay... That's what two. That's episode oh, two. Oh, two. Yeah, yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> so, now, so now you're two for two. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it's not on purpose. <laughs> Is it, though? <laughs> Um, let's move on. Let's talk about. Um, uh, well, so you hear that, guys? Jordan doesn't like minority characters. Yeah, I hate them. <laughs> I, Billy's gonna die next. <laughs> well, no, because he's the writer. So of course, Billy, Billy's gonna be the only one that survives. <laughs> Woo! Only black survivor. <laughs> 
Um, you want to jump into Invincible or My Hero? Wait, we're still not done fucking... Oh, you want to... Oh, okay. Well, we well, talk about the final moment. <laughs> oh, what? With Walker getting killed? Or Walker killing Dude Man? Yeah, the shield. And the blood on the shield. And that's being the darkest thing we've seen in the freaking MCU. Is it the darkest? I would say yes. What's What did we see? And I'm not talking about the Punisher or Luke Cage. Oh. Because technically... Okay, then yeah. Technically, those aren't... Then the symbolism of... America's flag being stained with blood. Yeah, I would say socially is definitely the darkest. Um, and yeah, I think it's a, that's just a metaphor for life in America. Hashtag this is America, right? This that's just I mean, how the reality we much. live in. Yeah, even the, that him killing. Like, come on, it's not a coincidence. I mean, this wasn't done. This wasn't written to be a direct comparison to the Black Lives Matter movement or anything that's been happening in you know the recent yeah, years. Technically, the show was shot in 2019. Yeah, but these are universal. Like, these are universal concepts. These are the patterns that continuously happen. Yeah, in I was society. about to say, it's, but yeah, shit that continues. I mean, look at what's happening in the media today. Exactly. So even him chasing down that guy and killing him, I feel like is a direct metaphor for police brutality. You know, shoot first, ask questions later. The, the, he definitely, he, he didn't know at all that that was the guy that killed Battlestar. He just, no, he knew because the guy was, it wasn't me. Yeah, and plus yeah. he saw, he was there. He saw Carly yeah. punch. No, no, so I mean, he, he he didn't know that that was the same guy. He just wanted to find anybody who was related to the death and just took out his aggression on that person. And that shit happens all the time with the police and, and like how many stories of like, oh, I didn't know they were holding a, like a I cell mean, not phone. Even just or the, I didn't not know. even just the police. White people, period. Because like, you talk about... <laughs> Like, think about all the race riots that have happened throughout American history. Why does that? Why did that happen? Because some random white girl lot lied, because it's always a lie, mm. and said, "Oh, I was raped by some black guy in that town." Instead of finding that specific guy, yeah. they destroyed the whole fucking town. Yeah. So Tulsa yeah. massacre and all this Tulsa, shit. Not, not even just, but like literally every single race riot has the yeah. same story. Somebody said I was raped. Superheroes. Or, something or and the, and the, 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 the thing with Emmett Till, yeah. he whistled at me or he, he made a, he made a comment, a comment. Yeah. That's worth him getting murdered. A 12 year old. Exactly. So, so yeah, I feel like it's, and the fact that that's what happens because you know white people they don't have no natural predators so that's what happens no natural predators I mean it's the truth <laughs> it is true yeah. it is true I just and I think it's so telling that there are people that even though there's, 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 I think there shouldn't be any misconception in the writing of how you're supposed to feel about John Walker I mean from that last image from the look on his face to the image of him holding the bloody shield clearly there's a, a clear like direction they want you, how you, they want you to feel and even on TikTok, you see it because I'm like, you know, me being on TikTok more and more, you see, yeah. I don't actually see it on my For You page because I make sure to stay away from shit like that, but I see other people commenting on it. Okay. But like even the one guy, I don't know if you know Straw Hat Goofy, but somebody yeah. was like, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, well, why do you always got to make this show about race, bro? There's nothing about race and it's like, there's nothing what about, show are you watching? Like, there's I don't nothing understand. about race in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, I don't How many microaggressions have we seen for like Sam we in his saw civilian him got, life? Yeah, pulled over by the cops. Yeah, just, the cops literally making comments to him. Bucky's saying shit like, do you not know who this is? Like, every episode has had a racially charged moment. The whole premise is that they gave this white man the shield, and the subtext, which isn't even that subtextual, no, it's is not. Pretty, it's, it's pretty text. It's pretty text. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they didn't think that this black man was worthy of the shield. The, the whole character of Isaiah Bradley. Well, no, but them, it's like, no, that's not really it. It has nothing to do with Sam being black. He's a fugitive, and okay. so they don't want to. 
I don't understand the loops that they have to like the, the mental fucking, gymnastics, the Green Lantern ring to create the fucking circus that they created to like. Yeah, I like, these are people who will never <laughs> see race in anything. So with the, the, them projecting to other black creators, creative, not even just creative. I've seen white people talk about this shit too. So it's not. It's just they're just wo- willfully ignorant. But they're when they're telling other creators that they're looking too deep into it to see race, those same people will never see race in anything because they don't want to see it. Why? Because it makes them uncomfortable. Why? Because they relate to somebody like John Walker who can shoot first and ask questions later. And in their minds, it's justifiable. It's bullshit. But I think the fact that we've had that reaction in our society is amazing on the part of Falcon Winter Soldier's writing. Because it just shows a, a light it's exposing. through fiction. This show is exposing people. Yeah, it, it is exposing that hypocrisy through fiction. But like even this comment right here, because I was like, where's the comment? Let me see if I can find it. But yeah, uh, let me just read it. It's saying, uh, black people only see race. Oh you people are becoming the most sick racist people. Just you watch people. <laughs> just, just watch the episode, dumbass. You, first of all, you sound racist in your fucking response. You couldn't even hold like, in your yeah, racism. Cognitive dissonance. You, you couldn't even hold it in for a one, co- like two sentence comment. But according to that person, they're not racist. They're just calling us out with racism. Yeah, you people. You, you people are the most racist. Reverse racism. Yeah. Because they can't handle having the mirror held up to them. That's probably what it is. Them seeing John Walker and seeing how the, their, their fantasy world now is telling them. And not, and not even in a forced way. This is not a CW where I'm going to get on this podcast and be like... Background oh, magic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get on this podcast and be like, oh man, it's so forced, it's so cheesy, it's so fucking cringy. No. This is so well done. The fact that they're they're making this social commentary through Falcon Winter in a completely natural and realistic way with just a black man taking up the mantle of Captain America. Have you not been alive for the last two years? Fuck your whole life. Just the last two years. If you can't see the pattern. I mean, just the last... What the fuck? Just the last two you're months. You're hopeless. Just the last two months with Dewante, Dewante uh, Wright. I think that's his last name. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the, the military guy that got stopped uh, in, by police in Virginia. You know about that? Uh, I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they had guns pointed at him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the uh, the six year old in Arkansas that was forced to scoop out his own poop. What? In a kin- yes, there's a thing. There's in a kindergarten. There's a six year old that had to go to the bathroom, and I guess he, maybe he had diarrhea, so he clogged up the toilet. Teacher got mad. They made him clean out the toilet with his bare hands. They have genders. I don't. With his bare ha- a six year old. He's black. Of course. course. Of course. Of course. And the teacher's white. Come of course. on, bro. You have janitors. Doesn't who, matter. Who takes this shit too big and you blame them for it? A child, a even. Child. <laughs> like, you don't blame adults for that shit. You don't blame a child for that? And the teacher okay. just got suspended. She didn't get fired. She got suspended. Or another... How? another No, she, no. She that, that kid was a kindergartner, so probably maybe a little older than six. But then there was a six-year-old that's arrested. He's in jail still now because he picked a flower on private property. What? Yes, this, this is, is this is this is in North Carolina. This is the same caucasity that had that fucking white chick telling some a little six girl, year old. you can't sell water on this block." I'm seven like, in jail <laughs> yeah, in North crazy. Carolina right now for picking a fucking flower. That's insane. 
And then you got the Derek Chauvin stuff happening, and, the mur- and people defending him, and yeah. people saying, "Oh, he was justified in the yeah. murder," and all. This, uh, but they'll so just ignore like, that shit. They'll ignore yeah. something like that because it doesn't fit with their fucking worldview. So it's like just the last two months alone, and then there's other stuff that I can't think of off the top. I mean, you, and, we, again, just in the last, we, not yeah. the last year, yeah. not two, three, two, the last two months. Look, these people will never see race in anything. Like I said, but these are the same people when at the height. Of Black Lives Matter. Black people always want to see race and everything. It's like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. We just saw a black man get killed by police, but Blue Lives Matter people, like that's that's that person. That's the same type of person that will do this shit. And then those are the same people that will go to that that, that will go to the Capitol building and will throw a fucking fire hydrant at a cop. But Blue Lives Matter though, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I don't like the mental gymnastics. Like I just don't. Blue Lives Matter when it's not a black person. I I, I don't get like it's all. It's, and it's all within the same framework where it's like, yeah, maybe you're not a KKK, all lives matter person, but the fact that you are trying to find empathy with Bucky, but can't see it with the Dora Milaje, it's all the same. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's all, it's all in the same. But, they'll never, but here's my thing. Is there a point, like, is there going to be a tipping point? Where we, we talk about this shit all the time, you know, society is becoming so interconnected with the internet and like, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all that shit. Is there ever going to get to a point where these people who are devoid of logic will see logic? I don't think so. I don't think there's ever going to be a point where one of these people is going to go, you know what? I didn't get it before, but now I do. No, I don't think Black so. Black people have I, it hard. I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't think it's going to be a point. I don't think for those people, but I feel like if you continue to call it out and continue to bring attention the next to it, then yeah, then maybe. Because I mean, we've been saying that's just, oh yeah, well, once the slave owners and stuff die, then the next generation won't be racist because they're seeing black I mean, people. Generation X is They're seeing pretty... black people with jobs. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I'm on, I'm on TikTok, bro. A lot. Yeah. Generation X is just as fucking racist. Oh, man. <laughs> or, Gen, oh, man. or Gen Z, whatever. Yeah, whatever the I don't remember yeah, the letter not is. not Gen not Gen X. I don't Maybe, even, I think we're I think Gen X is like before us. Yeah, before no. I, I think Gen X is before the generation before us. Okay, so Gen Z, whatever. I think Gen I don't fucking know these generations. What happens all, after I know Z? Is millenni- all I know is millennials and Gen Z. Yeah, what happens but yeah, Gen Z is fucking racist too. Like okay, they're the mind. main ones on TikTok making them racist ass. <sighs> I'm pretty sure the person that said black people just enjoy the show. I'm pretty sure that's probably a Gen Zer. <sighs> well, all hope is lost. <laughs> so if we get to the end of this fucking show and there's still people standing for John Walker like he's the fucking hero, like, come on. <laughs> like, what, is, what is it going to take, people? Like, even when your fantasy is speaking truth to you and you just don't want to hear it, what, what else is it going to I mean, these are the same people that will fucking find sympathy for the X-Men, but yet can't understand a Black Lives Matter protest. That's true. So it's like... That's true. Beauty and the Beast, tale as old as time. <laughs> All right, so on that note, you want to move on or anything yeah, you want to talk about? Yeah. All I mean, right. I could rant on this for like... <laughs> I wanted to end early so I could edit before today was over. Uh, so let's jump into Invincible. talk about that real quick this week's episode was that really hurt or that actually hurt. that actually hurt yeah 
Um, so uh, since you've seen the episodes or you've read the comic, is this accurate to the comic? Yes and no. Yes and no. Okay, well, full spoilers, people, because I definitely want to know what's not accurate to the comic. The Battle Beast shit was, again, going back to what, uh, like episode one, it's not as graphic and, and well... No, it wasn't as long. Battle Beast is the guy that looks like he's from Apocalypse or something? Yeah, the, the, the dog man. Yeah, did they say his name? Yeah, Battle Beast. Oh, I didn't know they said or, his name. Or did they? I don't know, maybe. Well, that's his name. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But it wasn't as, gra- as like him doing the fucking, what's that game where you got to whop the frogs? <laughs> what? At the arcade that you oh, play at the arcade. Whack-a-mole? Yeah, that. <laughs> the, he fucking played whack-a-mole on, uh, uh, on, on Mark's uh, body. On Mark's body. <laughs> None of that was in the, in, the com- in the comic. It was just like one punch and he was fucking out. It's like, damn. Oh. Yeah, this was real graphic. Or like he fucking ripped off Monster Girls. Fit. Like, that, that wasn't was in the not- comic either? No. Let me go get it. How are they going to do <laughs> that though? Let me go get it. So it has to mean that she's not dead dead. Because otherwise, how the fuck is she going to survive that? I mean, in her monster form, or when she left her monster form, she didn't have the battle damage in her face anymore. So maybe that's how they get away with it. But what the black guy? He got fucking wrecked. He's got to be dead, right? He's got to be dead. Like, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he is. Really? Cause, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Hold on. Let me find Because I thought it was a, such a twist. And this shows such a good job of never making me feel safe. Like it's like game. It's like it's like superhero Game of Thrones. Cause just as this whole episode starts with Mark being more confident in his abilities, and they even show regular villains trying to hurt him, and it's like he's just invulnerable, so most things can't hurt him. But time to get to the end of the episode, and you think he's just you know helping a small time criminal beat like a, okay, know, so a whatever. Ah! Oh, <laughs> so beat a whatever drug yeah, lord. Yeah, you see, you see them fighting. Then the pet. It's just Roar! like it's he just like <laughs> yeah, just like one punch. He's not. He's fucking out. And that's oh, oh, it's over here. Yeah, it's up. It's all th- these. Oh, that's whack. So it's that's like it? well, he says, "Ack crap." That is nowhere near. And then he's like, he's out for the rest of the battle. Oh no! Wait, what? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> um, how is he alive? Wait a second. <laughs> Spoilers. We're not gonna yeah. say. I'm not gonna say what it is. Stop showing me things. Ah, my eyes. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. his, his name is the Immortal. Yeah. So. I, okay. Well, now you told the audience. Okay, oh. You said spoilers. Edit that out. <laughs> wow. Too late. Um, but but there was looking back on it, I I speculate that he might have not died anyway because once we watched the first episode, yes, his name's the Immortal, and also they made a big deal about saving his his head, like when they uh, were taking away all the dead um, Guardians of the Globe bodies. Uh, the Immortal's head was put in like a little containment thing and a girl puked or whatever, but they, it, it seemed like they were trying to revive him. So it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, even this, like the monster girl shit. Like, so I mean, then, there's another black guy that they haven't introduced, him. Oh, yeah, what the fuck? There's two. And he's on the team at this point? Yeah. Because I don't get questions because my whole thing was if he came back, he knows what happened with Omni-Man. Yes. So, I'm not saying more. This raises more questions. <laughs> This raises a lot more. Don't show me anything else. <laughs> God damn it. Because <laughs> then why would, he, why would he say anything then? Okay, well, I'm confused. <laughs> but anyway, but this, but, uh, uh, talking about the episode. It, there, there's stuff that's happening with Omni-Man. Like, talking about... So the order ta- is different talking about the the, Yeah, talking about the comic. Because this, this was issue... Because I'm on issue... This was issue 19. I'm on issue...
like 20, 20, I think I'm on issue 22. Yeah, I'm on issue 22. Mm. And like, the stuff with Omni-Man, they're slowing down a lot. But everything else, they're speeding up. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder how that's going to so work yeah, for like the, the overall stuff story. With like Battle Beast and all that. Like I said, that doesn't happen to like issue, uh, issue nine. That happens in issue 19. Mm. We're on episode five. It's already happening. But that stuff with Omni-Man and things like that, it's already done by this point. Really? But on the show. Oh, so they're changing the order of things. Yeah, like. Not done. It's not to say he's dead. Like, he's not dead. But I, mean, I assume the secret's out. Yeah, the secret. Uh, yeah. But in the show, it's like... Okay, Okay. then I have a lot more... Okay, well, oh, oh. oh, but I can't even ask you these questions because <laughs> you already know answers. But okay, so let's talk about it. Oh, well, yeah, but like in the comic, everybody knows. Everybody knows. Okay, so I really like this episode because of the false security they leave you in. I also really like the Luke Cage kind of vibe that... Um, What's his name? Stone? And that's another thing that they added I just thought about. He like, was in the comic? No, no, no. He is. Yeah, he's right here. Oh, okay. He's the reason why they went to uh, the whole thing. Titan. There yeah, he is. Titan. Yeah. That's his yeah, name. So you see him at yeah, the, even at the end where he becomes like kind of the kingpin. Yeah, king, just he, like, yeah, just so like that happens. That happens. But the thing that they added in the show is the family. Oh, he didn't have a family? No. Oh, that was like the most endearing part. I really like that. Okay, so I think the show is... Do you think the show is written better than the comic? I think the pacing, at least, and what they're adding, I like. Like like that. I don't know how I mean, feel. Yes, I wouldn't feel the same impact reading that comic of that same scene if I didn't see it in the show first. Yeah, that's true. I was gonna say yes, and because because I mean, obviously, with you know more issues, you got more, there's certain yeah, and then the confusion. Where I'm like, well, wait, well, why are they? Why is this so slow? And then they're probably so, dragging out the Omni Man reveal to the end of the season. I mean, I guess. I feel like that's the way to end the season. Is just like, because I don't know what what's gonna happen once that's revealed. And I really like what's happening in this episode with the stuff with the with uh, Mark's mother, put, putting together the the pieces of the puzzle herself, and then finding his bloody uh, Omni Man uniform from the Guardians yeah. of the Globe fight. Although I'm like, is that in the comic? Not like no. The her investigation. None of that is. She doesn't find out till she finds out. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, I, I liked it more. Could it give her some agency? Yeah. No, she does have more to do in the show. Than she does in the in the comic. In the comic, she's kind of just there. Oh, that's whack. But not but. She's one of my favorite characters. I'm saying like I was just like, if she's gonna do that though, like you couldn't like send him to like New Zealand, like somewhere much further away. I thought it was even cool that she like plotted out how long it would take him to get to different parts of the earth. Should have sent him like, hey, there's like some type of like I don't know from New Zealand that I need, <laughs> like somewhere that's much further. Well, it seemed like there it was things that they had gotten before yeah, the gotten relationship before. yeah I get yeah. it but like oh I was watching the news and I saw this thing I want to try it yeah <laughs> I mean the fact that he flew in it just says she was like kicking the thing underneath the I'm like he can't see that <laughs> with all his powers he, <laughs> he can move so fast but I he mean, if he's not turning it on he's not looking for it yeah he's not looking for it <laughs> but yeah I like the stuff they're doing with it, uh, his mom even the conversation because it informs so much of that moment where they're at the dinner table and Ali Man's trying to convince Mark not to help uh, Titan and she's like, you know, people keep secrets because he's like, he's he's just using you. He's just lying so he can use your powers. He, you're gonna get hurt if you help him. And she's like, yeah, you know, people aren't always honest, but helping people is never a weakness. And that is like, the reason why he decides to help in the first place. And it's like you can kind of see the pull of like Omni Man's view of what being a superhero is, which is still I feel like 
the Vulture Minds are fucking evil. <laughs> and um, with her, and even in this episode, we find out that she's the one that taught him how to be more of a Superman character, mm-hmm. how to, you know, fight for people and care about what people care about in this yeah. world. Yeah, I like that, because again, you don't get that. None of that, none of that's in the comic. No. Wow. They made her so much better in the show then. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I almost feel bad. I, I don't almost, I feel terrible for her. And granted, I'm only on issue 20 because I mean, it's 150 issues, so I don't know Damn. what. I don't know what their what season is going to be. I, I mean, with it only being eight episodes, consider they're speeding through a lot of shit. Yeah. Who knows? It could be easy like 10 seasons then. I mean, it could be if they were if they were stretching it out. But it's like, like I said, some stuff they're speeding through, some stuff they're taking their time with. So depending mm. on okay. how it plays itself out. I don't know. Wait, so I want to ask you then, because when they go into that final battle, now with hindsight... Only man saying that he's trying to teach, but based on Mark ba- a lesson. But based on what, not what I know from reading, but just what I can put together, I'm pretty sure Battle Beast is going to play a much bigger role later on. Well, my, I don't know as a good guy, a villain. Well, I don't know if he's going to. I have a feeling he's going to. Cl- again, it's not something I know. Something I'm speculating, considering the strength. Because I'm like, he's who, so much stronger. Yeah, he's than so much stronger. Else. I'm like, he has to fight. He's, Omni-Man at some point. He seems like a, um, uh, what's his name? Not Desaad. Uh, Calabac. Like a Calabac equivalent or Steppenwolf equivalent from like uh, uh, New Gods. Right? He seems, like, even like the outfit he wears, he's from a different world. Or even um, Mongol, even. You know what I mean? Like I'm here. Or even, uh, what's his name? Lobo. Like he seems like yeah. one of those types of villains mm-hmm. or anti-heroes possibly. But my question, and since you've read the comic, maybe you'll know, maybe you won't. But because the entire episode was kind of about, not about it, but on the side, Omni-Man was continuously giving Mark lessons. Um, either for stopping the meteor or <coughs> dropping that guy. Like, are you going st- to save him? Yeah, eventually. Uh, like something's in my throat. I don't know if that cat hair got in my throat. Mm, possible. <laughs> my cats are always with me, bro. <laughs> it's like something in my, like my, now my throat's itching all of a sudden. Mm. <coughs> don't die bro COVID <laughs> definitely I got a shot <laughs> um, yeah so I was gonna ask you yeah, let me get some water that moment where he's starting to like lose consciousness after getting sh- like hit in the chest by Battle Beast yeah his father was up there that's not in there that's not in there either okay so cause my thing was and they when the Guardians of the Globe show up they're even like we got an anonymous tip from someone yeah, I'm like did Omni-Man sh- that's Omni-Man you think it's Omni-Man uh-huh. so, but that wasn't in the comic at all they do show up. See, my guess was that because Omni Man kept I saying, forgot, "I forgot how why they showed up," but they do show up. But it wasn't because of the call. Yeah. Okay. So my assumption was because Omni Man kept talking about teaching Mark a lesson, or or it'll be a, he specifically said if he helps that guy, it'll be a painful lesson. I'm like, did he call Battle Beast and was like, "Hey, yo, bro, uh, you want to get a good challenge? Come to Earth real quick." And you'll, you'll get an awesome challenge if you fight somebody on Earth. Because when you show, like, Battle Beast, the only thing he says really is that, like, oh, I was told that there was great challenges here on this planet, but you guys suck. But in the comic, Omni-Man is not in, in the picture right now. Okay. See, so so you that's not the comic then? Yeah. No, uh, you, don't, you don't know. See, I feel like it, it has to be. Because his... his that was the other thing. His power level was so much higher than all the other villains that were there. But I would think because of that... That's why I'm like I don't necessarily I don't know, but I feel I feel like because Omni Man's whole thing is getting rid of other threats. 
he wants to be the 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 the, the, the strong one. I mean, he's strong, but I don't know. If, but I didn't know if he was Omni Man strong. You get, but you get what Battle be. I mean, Omni Man. We've never seen planet. who have who have we really seen able to fuck Mark up really like that? Yeah, hardcore too. Yeah, not just Mark. Damn near all of the Guardians of the Globe. It wasn't even a fight. The, the, yeah, the only reason they were he still left. alive because yeah. he just left. He's like, ah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why? You're wrecking house. It's like, yeah, you guys are weak. <laughs> it's like, you didn't know that before when you were fucking licking the blood off of fucking your face from hitting Mark so hard? Yeah, it's definitely a cat here. I feel it now in my throat. <laughs> uh, mm, my cat say hello. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, because the black guy got wrecked. And it also hurt because they had just established how he could be a better leader then robot, robot man. I don't know what his name is. Robot, Ro- just a robot. Just robot. Yeah, because yeah. like when they come back from that mission, he's the one that kind of breaks down. Like, yeah, you guys, we we won, but we could have done so much better. He breaks down exactly how everybody could have done better in the roles. But then he's the first one that gets fucking destroyed. Yeah. That's the one thing about this episode. Where I was just like, all right, I get it. What comics or whatever superhero stuff? Like when they got fucking wrecked, then all of a sudden Rex flows like, you guys fucked up. Now. I didn't then get all that. of a sudden they're like, they're winning. I'm like, why didn't you do that in the begin with? Yeah. All of a sudden they're like the greatest team ever. I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, I, I thought maybe it was like they switched to kill mode, like instant kill, like rather than, because I feel like they wouldn't try and kill supervillains, right? But they no, but they were worked, they were like fully a team at that point. Oh, it was that weird, but like, they've never move they they've did. They've never yeah. done it before, and now all of a sudden it's like, we're the best team ever. Yeah. I'm like, all right, superheroes, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, in my mind, I thought it was just because they were like, fuck it, let's kill them, rather than let's apprehend them. But, um, wait, what was I going to say? I mean, is there anything else in this oh, yeah. episode? Monster Girl, she got fucked up. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I what is she, with... I don't, I don't think she's dead. She can't be, because I'm like, there's more so, of her. But what, what is the deal with Robot? He like, loves her? That I don't know, but... <clears throat> and what's going on with... We didn't talk about before. What was that weird... That's fetus, what I was thinking. I was like, I don't know. This thing in that test tube and... Yeah, that I don't, the, I don't know. The blood sample from Rex he gave to the blue guys. What's going on? But based on... Because I watched... Blurred Without Fear on his uh, YouTube channel. And he's saying that the stuff with Monster Girl and, and Robot, they're really speeding through. Because, like, that stuff doesn't happen to much, 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 much later in the comic. But, like, they're introducing it already. So he's like, yeah, I don't know. He's like, yeah, because I, I, I was watching. He didn't say what it was. But he was like, yeah, I don't know if I necessarily like that they're speeding through a lot of robots. Like, they're really rushing through robot storyline. I'm so confused. So I, don't know what it, I don't know what it is, but he's saying that they're really rushing it. So Is it rushing? I mean, I don't know if, I don't know what happens in the comic. But is it rushing or is I mean, it if foreshadowing? It's if it's 150... But what if, remember it's foreshadowing? It's, it's like if it's 150 issues and they're already jumping into it now in the very like episode five. Seeding it, I would I would say that's probably seeding it, whatever it is. Because he said he said the stuff that happens with again he didn't say what it he didn't say what it was so don't worry I'm not gonna spoil because I don't even know. Yeah. But he said the stuff that happens with robot and the things that they reveal it comes out of nowhere so you're just like what the fuck but the fact that they're like teasing it and oh. putting it and putting it so early in the show it's like kind of like he was like I don't know how I feel about that. Okay, then maybe he's got a point then. Because it is a lot. Because like, it's almost kind of the same way. All this, all this stuff is happening at the same time, and then we're also looking at Robot. I'm like, oh, I got Omni-Man deal with over here. I got all these other things happening, but now I got to also keep my eye on you, motherfucker. Because like, it's also kind of the way I mentioned before how I felt about Omni-Man. Mm. And it's like, you're not as surprised or whatever. Once you find out what his, or what his actual end game is and what he wants and things like that, yeah. 
because in the con- like it came out of nowhere and you spent several issues with him being Superman more or less and then once you get the reveal when he killed the Guardians of the Globe you're just like what the fuck That's so and then when you learn more about it it catches you off guard as opposed to in the show like once if they do the same reveal in the comics we're just like cause now you're just like waiting for it in in the show because you like you see certain moments where he snaps or certain moments where he's like like who cares about these people we're gonna fight the bigger it's like they're teeth they're they're teasing it so it's like hey guys like don't worry it's coming as mm. opposed to it just come like i, I like i would have liked it better if it like uh, but it makes came intri- out of nowhere but it i see what you're saying but i feel like it also builds intrigue like those little hints and those teases every have me hooked every episode that, that's what makes me go like what's gonna happen what's gonna happen what is he talking about what does he mean by that is there a double entendre what he's saying right now? It makes me hang on his every word because everything he says feels like it's it's alluding to what's going to be ultimately revealed, whatever that is. But you're but that I, I, I mean I get that, but it's like but you know there's going to be a reveal. You're waiting for so it's like that's what makes it fun to watch. I, mean, I guess, but I'm just like because me, I'm just like I, I like the surprise better. Like if you're but he's like, still surprised. I don't know what he's going to reveal. I don't know when or where. But or you why. know there's but you know there's something. That's my yeah, point. You yeah, it's know definitely something. something. Yeah. And it's how he keeps talking about it's 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 the <laughs> weird di- dichotomy of he seems like he genuinely loves Mark and his wife, but at the same time he'll say things every once in a while that's just like a what what do you mean by it's beneath you like no we got we have responsibilities it's like what do you what do you mean by that what do what do you actually mean by that <laughs> like elaborate I requ- I require elaboration <laughs> um yeah I'm just I'm just intrigued um. I also wait. There's only what three episodes left? Damn! Really curious to see where it goes. Which but I, yeah, I was just. Did you did you I, catch I, the, I the like, weird? I don't like what is weird, with these shows that are only doing like? I prefer it. Like you say, you want more, but how often? I almost got burned but no, out of I'm podcasting. Not saying, but I'm not because saying because of our long ass. I'm not saying I want 22 episodes. Okay. I'm not saying that, <laughs> but at least a little bit more than eight. I think fifth. I think 12 to 15 is a good. I gotta see the. I gotta know what the story is. I, I can only say if it, if there need to be more at the end of it. If, if I get Especially eight, again, I'd rather be left wanting more than burnt out. Eight episodes yeah. with this. This is just that's compendium one. Yeah, it's a lot. Maybe this is how they're gonna get a bigger budget though. They're gonna they're they're fishing for a budget now with this season. <laughs> did you like the weird Easter egg? I I didn't catch it, but my girlfriend did. Oh, uh, Reginald Val. I mean, that's who. Wow, I thought you were talking about Reginald Val Johnson. Who? Uh, Carl Winslow. Oh yeah, yeah, principal. Carl Winslow. Yeah, Principal Winslow. Yeah, that's the is that name. in the comic too? Well, that's the name of the uh, the name of the school is uh, Reginald Val Johnson High School, which uh, is Carl Winslow. That's his real name, and then the principal looks like him. Yeah, his name's Principal Winslow. Yeah, so that's how my girlfriend caught it. She's like, "Wait, is that Winslow from Family Matters?" I'm like, "No way!" So and yeah, so like, yeah, oh, shit. it's an Easter egg to the comic that that's who they based the character off of. So they actually got his voice. Really? Yeah. So so it is in the comic too. Mm-hmm. So that's the way to do it these days. You just you you make a character in the comic based on an actual actor. That way, when you get the adaptation, eventually, I mean, look at Sam Jackson. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah ultimate, ultimate universe. <laughs> so whenever I make uh, my comic. It's going to have every the Rainbow black Ranger. celebrity, yeah, uh, every black celebrity possible in it. <laughs> I will be the Rainbow Ranger. The Rainbow Ranger. Uh, anything else you want to talk about this week? I mean, we didn't really talk about Taste the Rainbow Titan, bitch. but I, I liked him. Oh, yeah, I li- yeah, I like that whole thing. And then you know, with it being Mahershala Ali, that was Mahershala Ali. Yeah, 
I didn't even realize that was, that was his voice. You know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. But that's even more so the Luke Cage connection. That's yeah, amazing. That's literally, it's straight up Luke Cage. And obviously, we know he's gonna have to. He's, we know he's gonna have to come back. Yeah, fucking. He owes I like, Mark. I like freaking. Uh, yeah, Mark has asked what he's I like. Mean, not, but not sorry, even just bro. that. He's a criminal <laughs> underlord. So yeah. they're gonna have co- conflict probably at some point. I hope it's not conflict. I hope it's he works with him. And then also, I, 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 like, I, like, I like Monster Head's voice. Oh, Machine Head. The, whatever, yeah. Yeah, me too. It's like auto-tuned or whatever. Yeah, auto-tuned, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was funny. I like it. He was very quirky. Mm-hmm. Even the way, like, when he walked in, and it was like, oh, yeah. Uh, hey, Mitzel, what's up? He's like, wait, you know who I am? Yeah, I know who you are. But <laughs> it's like, I, it's all right here. I'll, I'll sing the future. <laughs> My newer report shit. Um, oh, and the post credit scene. Wait, what happened in the post credit scene? Um, so, after the battle... They take Mark's blood. Oh yeah, okay, I remember. And at that. first, I was thought I thought like, are oh, they gonna clone him? But then they show that they're testing his blood. Yeah, that's not in there. Well, at least where I am, it's not in there yet. Yeah, I don't know if it's not in there yet or not in there. Period. Okay, so what they were doing was testing if if Omni Man had a potential weakness. Yes. And according to them, the no. blood is invincible. Yes. <laughs> okay. Everything is invincible. <laughs> I also thought that was like a way to be like, you know, Mark's gonna be fine. Like, even though he's hurt, his cells, I guess, can't die. So it doesn't matter how hurt he is. He's like Superman. Like Superman. That's why I'm Superman, right? He can't, he can't be killed by punching him. Even if he gets knocked out, it's like a coma. It'll come back eventually. Yeah. Yeah. They So, yeah, he's, I mean, Mark's fine. He, they, yeah, Viltrumite's heal. That fucked me. When he got hit by uh, Battle Beast, like, I think there's that a, hurt I me. Think there's, I think there's a thing that happens later. Uh, I'm not here yet, but I think there's a moment that happens in the comics where, like, literally his guts are pouring out. Oh, my God. And he heals from that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think it, it's not like Wolverine where it's instant or the Hulk. Yeah. But it takes, but still, he and does he, heal. He's just chilling? Like, he just got to <laughs> Got to lay out for a little bit. Yeah, what the fuck? So Omni Man's unstoppable, and that means the entire. I mean, they can die. It's just take somebody like a like a Battle Beast kept doing what he was doing. I think that would have killed him. Oh, okay. I thought maybe it meant like they're basically immortal. My thing is, I mean, they are, but they're not. My thing is, because even like, immortal people can die. But even if you beat Omni Man, which is like so, you you need every powerhouse in this universe to beat Omni Man. Then what? You got a whole planet of Omni Men like <laughs> taking over the universe. Yeah, but they're not they're not on Earth right now. Maybe I guess they, maybe they don't know about Earth. Uh, but that's that. But that's true. But there's a uh, there's a thing. Well, no, I'm not gonna say it. I mean, but I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's just the title of an arc that I know of from the comic. Okay, what's it called? The Viltrumite. The Viltrumite War. Oh. Hmm. So does that mean there's a war with the Viltrumites, or are the Viltrumites warring with each other? Like, are there more marks in Viltrumite? That's I don't know. That would be cool. That would make sense. That that'd be interesting. Because I also was waiting. I'm waiting for one alien My, yeah, to I just know that's the know. title of the arc, but I don't know what that means. Like when uh, fucking yeah, I I just want one alien race to tell Mark like you're a Viltrumite? Jesus Christ! It's like wait, what? Why are you scared? Like you know what I mean? Like I feel like that would be the, a clue. I mean, I have a feeling. What's his face? Because the, the whole, what alien did we meet? Alan the alien. I'm pretty sure he's going to come back at some point. Oh, yeah. He never told him he was Viltrumite. He just fought him. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, we're So he's bro. probably going to be like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you tell people that shit all the time. You're not going to tell the alien you meet? <laughs> the Martians didn't know, but I guess because they're like hillbillies in space. <laughs> all right. But yeah, I gave this episode perfect vision. I fucking loved it. Yeah, me too. I, oh, oh, one more thing. 
I'm kind of scared for Mark's girlfriend. Not scared for her, but I'm like, is, is Eve going to steal Amber? <laughs> is Eve, Mrs. Steal Your Girl? <laughs> I mean... I know they're hanging out a lot, and <laughs> but I'm like, but I, 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 like, I think so. Like you, like you see, you know how these shows, like it's the same shit, and all the time, like there's a love triangle, whatever, mm. yada yada yada. Even if Eve is not Endgame, yeah, we know Mark's gonna get with Eve at some point, yeah. Because I mean, even from the beginning, he's more so into Eve than he is into Amber. Yeah, Amber he's just like, a yeah, Amber's just who consolation prize. Yeah, just for the moment. Yeah. Um, Cause she likes him now, and she feels, and he feels like Eve is unavailable, or whatever. Yeah, and I like all the stuff with him and Eve and his job, and basically being like Peter Parker in the world, you know, trying yeah. to balance life and and superheroing. So, so it kind of makes me wonder, like, how much of a role is Amber gonna like? Is she gonna end up getting powers at some point, or is she just once he gets with Eve, she's just not gonna be a character anymore, or she dies. Or, or or that very possible G- G- Gwen Stacy which I'm like oh, right. oh shit yeah that's yeah. possible because she's not black in the comic but then you made her black and then <laughs> what, you're gonna kill her uh, <laughs> you see what I'm saying like what's not in the is, comic this too this is though. Robert Kirkman but uh, she's not but she's white in the comic <laughs> yeah but this is what I was saying before where I'm like you it's hard to balance both because then it's like you did the the progressive thing which is turn that white character who didn't need to be white into a black character yay we got representation but if that character died in the comic now you're killing off a black character you know what I'm saying it's just like you can't win it's like <laughs> it's, it's hard man is it though <laughs> a little bit um was that it I guess so I was trying to think of, I felt like I had something else to say about their relationship but yeah I liked it um anything else or we'll move on uh, yeah, it's nothing. I mean, unless you want to talk about her cooking at the homeless shelter, like <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I'm sending through my notes to make sure. Yep. Oh, oh, oh! Actually, what, what's up? This is something I oh, didn't know. What was with Eve's family? I was literally just about to say. Oh, really? Okay. But, but not the family. But I was gonna say this is something that we didn't know. Eve is way more fucking powerful than even we than we knew. She's like Wanda. She can like warp atoms in reality. Where's that? She, at? I thought it was the Jean. I thought Starfire. not Jean Grey. I, yes, or not even Starfire. Like a Green Lantern constructs. Oh yeah, I guess this is more like Green Lantern. But no, she could fucking yeah, like she could warp atoms, and she, which I guess makes sense for her name. But like, where was that? Yeah, why during the she... fight with the fucking aliens, exactly, like, turn them into toads. <laughs> <laughs> but even that's like a, a power that I'm like, could that affect Omni? That's, that's what I was just about to say. So maybe I'm like, could she be the key to stopping? I feel like you need. Everybody. Maybe she needs to like train and work on her. Power. Maybe she's not that adept at it. I feel like they need everybody to jump that motherfucker. <laughs> they need Battle Beast. They need that Kaiju. I mean, yeah, they probably they wouldn't need, need anybody. But if you have a woman, she's basically like fucking Molecule Man at this point. Like, yeah. What's to stop her from turning Omni Man into like a, a fucking condom? <laughs> well, of all the things to pick. <laughs> I mean, all right, well. They say he's a dick, and what goes on a dick? <laughs> speaking of dicks, let's talk about Meyer Gagimia. Speaking of, speaking of dicks, Rex Blood is a dick. Uh, he's very much a dick. Um, but yeah, uh, not the kind of dick you want to suck. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Let's talk about my academia because Class B is also dicks. <laughs> class, I know. it's just that one guy. That's what I mean. <laughs> What's his name? Ayama, or Ioma, or something like that. I don't fucking know. Yeah, but yeah, he, he can copy powers. Yes, he's Peter Petrelli, basically. <laughs> but he's a psychopath. But less cool. <laughs> but yeah, about my academia.
Uh, this week was Class A versus Class B. Um, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. We really just get to see uh, Shinso in action for the first time. It's like a, a Class B versus Class A exercise. Yeah, and he's the he's the special guest because he's Class C. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, how how'd you feel about this episode? I like this episode. Um, and then also getting more with the the vestiges that we held that we just debated at the beginning of the uh, podcast. Yeah, we kind of talked about that first. Yeah. <laughs> One for all, and figuring out who's who, and but the fact that and also the fact, yeah, the fact that Deku was able to experience something that All Might never experienced. Yes, he, they've only been able to see the shadows, but mm-hmm. they never really should be able to talk to the first One for All holder, especially. Yeah. So it's like a hmm. Gave your powers to the right kid, apparently. And then so. we got the flashback with Nana. I liked seeing her. Oh, and the, the the concept of what they are, like it's the the will or like the what's the word, the the vestiges, the the last kind of lingering will, like uh, motive, not motivations. I'm bl- I'm blanking words today. I don't know. What you're you know what I'm saying? Uh, the strength, the will. No, not the strength. It's their the spirit. Un unfinished business kind of like the, their their will it's the the last remnants of like what they desired in life which makes sense like if it's, you're carrying over a piece of them well, apparently it's more than that because like Deku had a full conversation with the yeah but I think it's interesting it's like their it's the avatar state kind of yeah 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 whatever they didn't finish in life it kind of lingers on in their in their afterlife I think that's interesting so it makes me wonder if Deku dies and full cowling, does that kill all the other? I guess it would have to. A, you said it's a joke, but yeah. I think it kind of, kind of, yeah, right? I mean, like, if you don't pass on one for all and you die with it, you can't pass it on again. I don't, and you have to ha- be alive to have the will to give it to someone else. So you could give it to somebody on your deathbed, but if you die, you just, it just dies with you. You can't, like, eat their hair after they die. <laughs> like, I no, guess. I have one for all. <laughs> or, I mean... Talk about Bakugo. Well, we know Bakugo and uh, Deku are lovers. Oh my god! <laughs> so once they get older, and we slick that dick, Deku, <laughs> like, yeah, get that power. <laughs> yeah, fluids. Oh my when god! I, when I come inside you, Bakugo, you will now be the new holder of one for all. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> is this how All Might gave it to you? No, but <laughs> this is how well, we're gonna do yeah, it. It's, it's all. It's it's close. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also thought it was interesting that they brought up the singularity point again uh, because one of the things that the original One for All holder tells Deku is that we were past the singularity and at the time I was like what does that mean but in this episode they explain it more yeah I mean they, they kind of touch on it in they, uh, they, they, last they, season with the kids yeah they've mentioned it before nothing's by accident this is like Isayama and Attack on Titan all over again mm-hmm. um but yeah, this idea that as quirks progress and they combine and change over time, they'll become they'll eventually make an Omni Man level uh, quirk user, which mm-hmm. is dangerous as fuck. Yes. 
which is really Deku, <laughs> right? Like, is oh, it, he, I mean, he will be. Yeah, one for all plus all the other quirks he might have. Depend, yeah, depending on the quirks. Wait, so that means he's a singularity point? He's that theory brought to life then? He would have to be. Or, I mean, but then again, you could say... They show well, Todoroki. But then again, you could say all for one is too, because he has all the fucking quirks. That's true. That's true. But they did a show and Todoroki. We know, and we know he's training Shigaraki, so I'm assuming he's going to pass... Talking about passing the mantle. You can pass all for one, just like you can pass one for all. I mean, he get, he created one for all, so why wouldn't he be able to pass? Like, well, he created one for all insofar as he gave super strength. To, yeah, so why wouldn't he? To, be able, why but wouldn't he gave, he? but he didn't create one for all. He gave super strength to his brother who had one for all, which is just the ability to pass powers. He just didn't know he had the ability to pass powers. But I'm pretty sure. But that means I'm pretty sure it's more than that though, because the super strength and it evolved to this, and then like the power cult, like so. I'm, I I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no. The super strength was someone else's quirk that he just gave to him. But it changed to something else. It did in combination with his quirk. It changed to it, but it didn't really change. It's it's just what we call one for all. One for all is really just the power to pass quirks and cultivate the quirks in each person. The super strength is an outside quirk that all for one gave one for all. And that's where he was able to pass to the next one for all holder. And now we know that the, it, it stacks. So every time he gives a quirk to someone who already has a quirk, the next person gets all the quirks, like a, like a big grab bag of quirks to the next person. <laughs> so all for one's ability isn't the, all the different quirks he's got. His ability is just the ability to take and transfer quirks. He uh, just all the quirks he has stockpiled are other quirks well, no. he's taken. Well, yeah, his ability is to take quirks, combine quirks, yes, that's and it. he can transfer quirks. Yes. So I'm like, where does that stop and where does that end? Can he pass on? I'm assuming he could pass on all his quirks. Yes, including to Shigaraki, the ability, the original ability to transfer quirks. Yeah. So it's, so it is just like one for all, just evil. Yeah. So, so that means Shigaraki can have. Not only the ability... First of all, that's already... You're fucked. Because, I mean, we if see... you can touch cause somebody... Because assuming, based on where the show is going... Like, we can see that's where it's going. Like, yeah. Shigaraki is... The you, new all you, for one. You're the one. You're, what, 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 what the fuck is the line? You're what? next. Yeah, you're next. Yeah, so it's like... All Might and All for One, they were the antithesis. But we're seeing that Deku and, Shik- and Tomura... So I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like that's where the show's going. Yeah, talk absolutely. about singularity points. I'm assuming but, those are the two singular, like they are the yin to one's yang. But but that's dangerous as fuck. Because if Shigaraki, his his ability already is like broken, and then you combine that with the ability of all the other abilities, what if he gets stretchy arms? You're fuck stretchy arm touch. Oh, that is like. I mean, Deku has super speed already, so stretch, dodge. Yeah, I mean. That's going to be crazy. Oh, I can't wait for that shit. Um, but yeah, and the rest of the episode was really just the the battle between uh, Shinso's team with... Um, who's on his team? Uh, now, how does super strength work? Like, What do you mean, how does it work? Because <laughs> you think about like uh, Darkseid and the Omega Beams. Like, If the Omega Beams hit anybody else, they'd fucking disintegrate. Yeah. But when it hits Superman, he doesn't disintegrate. He but he just, doesn't just have super strength. He's got like invulnerability and shit like that. Usually with super strength comes super durability just yeah. because it wouldn't make sense. Otherwise, you're a glass cannon. You can hit somebody really hard, but if somebody hits you, you're fucked. Like, 
So you usually go hand. It's so like, it's like a Thunder Force. So that's that a really great superhero thing we watched. So that's why I was wondering. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, that's I was, so that's why I was wondering, like, how how durable is Deku? Like, if Shigaraki, because because we've seen like all he has to do is like tap you and you fall, whole fucking shit disintegrates. Mm-hmm. But like, would, would that work with Deku? Or does he have to hold on to him longer? It's got to be a whole thing because didn't he do it to Aizawa? And like it was like his skin was cracking, but it didn't completely disintegrate because he he was able to break the hold. Right? Is that what happened? I'm trying to remember that fight. I remember Azawa's arm getting fucked up, and I think it was because Shigaraki touched him. Was it? I don't remember. Wasn't his arm fucked up? I don't remember because when you think of now, his arm like granted we don't see it because he's wearing clothes, but yeah, he's normal. <laughs> I don't remember. Like, if he touches your face, you're fucked. But if he touches a body part that, you know, like your arm or a leg or something. Because I'm trying to remember, because he, he disintegrated Overhaul's arms, but I can't remember if he held on to it or if he just touched it. It was, like, instant for Overhaul. I feel like he touched it. Cause I feel like it spreads. Like, he touches one point, and it spreads up as it slowly disintegrates. I'm pretty sure. Look it up. Look Somebody up. tell us in the chat. Yeah, yeah please do. <laughs> the chat. We're not live. Yeah, what? <laughs> you know um, what I mean. I also like the fact they had new costumes because it's winter. Yeah. That was cool. Just a little touch of detail to that. And trying to praise uh, Bakugan. He's like, don't praise my also, son. Also, this is, yeah, this is something that I noticed. I'm like, am I perfect for noticing this? There was a shot of Froppy's ass in this. Did you notice that? Oh, who am I talking to? Of course you didn't notice that. No, oh, well, there was, when, when Froppy's like doing reconnaissance or whatever, and Shinzo's like, um, oh, she, her invisibility camouflage, you can kind of see it if you're looking for it. When she decloaks, she's stuck to the wall. And I, it, I only noticed, I swear I'm not a pervert, I kind of am, but I swear I'm not a pervert. Like, Are you right? <laughs> the, the, the subtitles were right under her ass, and she was like clung to the wall, so she was like kind of spread eagle. I'm like, this is a lot of butt cheek for this shot. I mean, it says Japanese anime, and they are pervs. I mean, yeah, I mean, but I mean, I mean, just look at your 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 Yari Rosa. She's like 15, and she's half naked. Well, she has a cape now. Let's cover up a little bit. But, but I don't I know. Mean, <laughs> I just think about it. I, in in any other instance, I wouldn't really think about it. But because I'm like, for whatever reason, I really see the My Academia kids as kids. Seeing her ass, I was like, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> Isn't she like 16 or something? <laughs> They're like 15. Oh my god, even worse. <laughs> what the fuck, Japan? And it was blatant. Like, I almost wanted to take a screenshot to show you. I'm like, I'm not crazy. Look at this. But if you're out there and you're hearing this, please tell me if you, if you noticed that too. Because I was like, this is pretty out there. Did you look up the Aizawa thing? Oh, no. Oh, wow. Fuck it then. Um, but yeah, I guess that's basically it. I mean, now we get to see how Shinzo's new weird um, jaw mask works in in combination with his powers i don't really understand it they're called the persona chords what yeah. does he do to change, to change the volume of how he talks yeah basically he can mimic because the way his powers work is like if i'm talking to you you have to respond to me in order for me to brainwash you okay so people know that so they know not to oh, don't respond talk, to don't him. talk to me but if he mimics but if i mimic somebody else's voice you're thinking it's your teammate Oh, and you answer you, yeah. and you answer what you think is your teammate, but you're answering him, which activates the brainwashing. Yeah. Ah, now so I get So the guy it. that was riding the beast back, yeah. he thought- It was the, his voice. The beast thought it was his, the guy's voice. Yeah. Because I forgot what he said. He said something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I understand. I yeah. didn't get it before. So then he responded, and then he got brainwashed. Got you. Okay. 
I didn't get it either. I was like, what the fuck just happened? I had to, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a cool mask. Interesting. I, I want to see how that works. I mean, other than obviously brainwashing is OP as fuck. I'm like, how would that work in like a real battle situation? Oh, yeah, so. Yeah, so he touches his elbow. Yeah. And I feel like he tapped him for like a second and he was able to pull away. And that's why it didn't fall off. But like, it's like the first layer of skin came off. Ugh. Makes me itch. <laughs> but yeah, I'll give this episode a perfect vision. I enjoy it. Me too. Uh, and now he has the uh, the Ayazawa bandages. That's, that's my answer to my question right there. That's how he's going to be able to fight in actual battle situations. He's going to use Aizawa's... Because Aizawa doesn't have powers beyond erasing powers. Erasing powers, yeah. So he's kind of like Batman with a cloth. <laughs> Pretty much. So he trained uh, Shinso to have the same ability. That makes sense. And I, I like that too. It, just like we just said, Shigaraki's kind of like new all-for-one. Deku's new All Might. Shinso's new Aizawa. Yes. It's cool. And they almost kind of look alike. They do. <laughs> same personality too. Like the don't fuck with, don't, don't talk to me. I don't give a fuck. Well, part of me kind of feels like Deku wants to get brainwashed again. Oh, for to to see, to if, see if he can, yeah. Because that was the why. first time. Do you think he sees the vestiges because of that brainwashing moment, or do you think it's just no, inherently he's not brainwashed now, and he's he was able to see more of them? No, but like in terms of like that's what gave him the stronger connection somehow to the core of one for all that the other users didn't have. Since yeah. that was the first time he yeah, had maybe, it happened. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Either. How does that work? I don't know. Because <laughs> all my. Also saw them, but he was never brainwashed. Even Nana saw them, but they're just shadows to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if brainwashing cleared his mind because he, you know. I don't know. And they were even shadows the first time Deku saw them. He didn't even see them clearly then. Yeah, no, the first time they were all shadows. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Something to think about, though. Uh, and on that note, I mean, I guess we could talk about Thunder Force real fast. Real, yeah, I mean, I watched it. I spent two hours of my life watching this shit. I don't want to talk about it long. Let's just give a quick five-minute review of this bullshit. How did you feel about Thunder Force? Because you said you watched it first. Dear God, Lydia. Do you have any idea what you've done? You just took our only formula for super strength. Everything about you will become stronger. Do chicks have groins? <laughs> What's your superpower? Invisibility. That's awesome. Let's see what these powers can really do. Everyone just stay calm and no one's gonna get hurt. Em, <laughs> <And> stop! <laughs> You're cooking them from the inside out! Oh, man. Please don't film this, sir. It's a mistake! Thunder Force, remember it. For the first time in history, we're seeing real-life superheroes fighting crime. But we're also seeing a new kind of criminal. This city deserves what's coming to it. Boom. It's go time. We've got to rethink this car. Yeah. Poor vision. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. (laughs) He said, let's be quick. Poor vision. Yeah, <laughs> definitely poor vision. Um, yeah, Melissa McCarthy, man. I didn't laugh not one time. Not one time. Watching this movie. And what's the, what's the black chick's name? Octavia Spencer. Like, I want better She's for her. She's funny. I want better for she her. She was not funny at all in this. No. And it was not. It wasn't her fault. They they gave a disservice to her as a character because they made her be the straight man to Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what a waste of a comedic actor. 
just to make her the boring, serious one. Why wouldn't you cast somebody else then? Why cast someone who's funny? Well, she's not known for comedy. But she's, she's definitely funny. I mean, she can be, yeah, but she's yeah. not known for comedy. So you, you like... I mean, I also didn't like the fact that talking about a black sidekick to then, a white uh, lead, like, it seemed like it was going to be her story at it first. It should have been. And then, literally, Melissa McCarthy's character hijacks the story, and, the, and she becomes, like, you know, how many things have we seen this before? She becomes the POV character for the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And then, the, the even worse, she, the Octavia Spencer's character just takes a complete backseat to her to the point where she's invisible! Literally, Literally invisible yeah. compared to the woman with super strength. I'm like, that's really? <laughs> that's what we're doing for this? And then the villains were just like, oh, so yeah, fucking Mantis, Palm Clementef. I liked him though. Wait, no, wait. I said Mantis. Not Mantis. Guardians of the Galaxy. No, no, not Mantis. I didn't even know that was Mantis. How do you know? I don't, I don't recognize faces. <laughs> she had bleached eyebrows, okay? I couldn't recognize it. And you also, can't hear her voice? <laughs> Now that you say that, it does sound familiar. <laughs> but no, the, the main Bobby Cannavale, like, it was just... I like the crab guy. He's my favorite character. I'm not talking about the crab guy. I'm talking about the main villain. I was just like, it was a fucking cartoon. And it'd be and it'd be fine if it was funny. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. like No. And then even the crab stuff, like, yeah, I liked him. But even, like, when they first met, and then all of a sudden, yeah, the, random, the random dream sequence. Oh, so bad. Who, who thought of that? It was like, you know, it'd be great. Dream sequence dance. What? I'm like... <laughs> I'm not like, is this, am I supposed to laugh? Because I'm not. No. I'm like, what the fuck is the point? Even them getting like the purple Lamborghini and being too and fat then, yeah, to get out yeah. of it. They didn't, first of all, they didn't even look too fat to get out of it. No. There was mad space. I'm like, this joke isn't going to work where I can see inside the car and see that they're just like acting fat to get out of the seat. But I'm like, you're wiggling a lot, but you can just step out, girl. I yeah. see you have a lot of space. Like, maybe what are you that, I don't know. I, or I don't know if it was in combination with the 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 weight. If they're making a weight and a co- the cost like the costumes tight, I can't move. But in but no it's like, situation. Nah, you're doing backflips and shit. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, like every time they show Melissa McCarthy, she's doing like kip ups and shit to jump off the ground. Like bullshit. I, that movie was so stupid. And I wanted to like two I, hours. I wanted to like it because I'm like, you know, how often do we see you know full plus figure, size women? Yeah, Older women be act, you know, do action movies. Deadpool made a joke about that. Deadpool two, yeah. But how many plus size superheroes are there? Well, now there's two, and they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, little kid from Deadpool two. <laughs> so yeah, terrible. and even their name, Thunder Force. Why? Thunder thighs. That I didn't why? think about that. I was just yeah. That had to be a reason why. I didn't even think about that. The whole movie's a fat joke. There's no way it wasn't. That wasn't part of it. I, I, didn't think about that. <laughs> I hated it. I hated but it so it was, much. It was, it was terrible. Yeah. And I'm like, and I said this when I reviewed it, but I'm like, come on, like Netflix, you have way too much fucking competition now. Like, do better. Two hours. <laughs> Why was it two hours? But yeah, I'm like between Disney Plus, Hulu, fucking Shutter, Paramount Plus is coming up, uh, Apple TV, all these other streamers, like, do bet, like, what the fuck was this movie? The one positive I'll say about it, it made me feel better about uh, our productions, because the lightning effects were basically what we use for our lightning effects for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's... <laughs> Kudos I mean, I even to heard us, I Super Strength was pick, picking up the bus and throwing the bus. <sighs> I'm throwing a bus! Why? Because I want to throw a bus! <laughs> I mean, granted, if I could have super strength, yeah. even the daughter getting powers. If I had, end. if I had the ability to throw a bus, I probably. How did that? How did that I'd work? I probably want to throw a bus too. I, I know I should be talking about plot holes in this shit, but how did she get super speed so fast? They they she had to do a month long process. Super, she has super speed. 
but they imply that she took she did the process in the, like after they learned that they were betrayed again who gives a fuck about the plot but I'm just like it took them a month of training and and regular intervals of like these injections and pills to get these powers but which yet, I'm like you get it in a, like that was the majority minutes. of the movie it's like it's, it's too long yeah training yeah bullshit boring training and then eating raw chickens and then like it's not I, funny <laughs> then I was just again with the humor I was just and granted everything's subjective because people there were people like again talking about because when I reviewed this on YouTube there were people in my comment section like I, I enjoyed it I thought it was funny I was just like no <laughs> I mean you know again, I get everything subjective yeah humor is subjective and even somebody else hit me up uh, was saying like uh, what'd they say you didn't like Thunderfall I, I liked it I'm like okay good for you then they're like well I liked it and that's all that matters I'm like who said it didn't matter? If I, like, yeah, like, okay. Why do people get so defensive about their opinions? Like, yeah, like, just, okay, I said good for you. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, take like, your opinion and... Just, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, like... Just, whatever, okay. Like, no, your opinion has to fall on my opinion. Otherwise, my opinion's not vindicated, okay? You gotta justify my thoughts. <laughs> it's like, uh... <laughs> I'm like, okay, yes. I'm just giving is, you my thoughts. The fact that you liked it, yes, that is all that matters. I'm glad. Like, okay, but why... Why do I care? Like, <laughs> well, that being said, I'm excited for the sequel, Thunder Force. Can't wait for Thunder Force Two. <laughs> no, there's not going to be a sequel. <laughs> the, re- the revengeance of Thunder Force. But all right, on that note, let's just jump in the news of the week with you Michael. Didn't, you didn't say what you rated. Oh, I said Poor Vision Two. Oh, same. Fuck it. Fuck that movie. I, I just was like, why did I watch this? <laughs> She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I could call you a nigga, If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. I don't want hand me down. I don't want any gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. There's like two trailers I didn't watch. What? Dawn of the Dead? No, that makes three. But I saw that one. Okay. But uh, Fast and Furious just dropped the trailer while we were podcasting. Oh my god, really? Yeah. Okay. So we gotta watch it. Okay. And what's the other one? Uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard. You oh saw that? God. No. I mean, I know of it, <laughs> but I, I did watch that trailer because I was just like, oh, let me see what this is about. Like, no. <laughs> I didn't watch the trailer though. Wah. But anyway, Fast Fast Nine. Y'all ever thought about the wild missions we've been on? We've taken out planes, trains, tanks. I'm not going to even think about the submarine. And now we got cars flying in the air? Who is he? Jacob is Dom's brother. It's a long time, Dom. Little brother. You always say never turn your back on family. But you turned your back on me. Now your little family is in my world. Are you ready? Whatever's on you. Is you ready? It's on us. Are you ready? He's got his own private army. We need help. What's he got? No way. Is you ready? Oh, squad ready. So how do y'all want to play this? Fast. We going. Oh, we going. Oh, squad, oh squad ready. Ready. Are they going to space? Fucking rocket. Is that a rocket ship? Yes, that is. That's a rocket car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're going to go to space in this one. They're probably uh, going to save it for ten. Oh, uh, that was so stupid. <laughs> All right, so uh. 
Fast and the Furious 9. This shit is the, just superheroes. The cars are Transformers at this point. Transformers is got mutant powers. They got a Magneto car. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't, yeah. Um, oh, man. So much nonsensical things in that trailer. What's 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 the least believable part? Is everything? It, <laughs> is it the Magneto cars? Is it the space shuttle cars? Is it the flying cars? Is it the car with the grappling hook like Spider Man? Is it uh, Dom fucking, jumping out of a car and not having a scratch on him when it's going hitting, at top speed? Hitting concrete, yeah, like hitting Captain concrete, America, not having a scratch afterwards probably. Or, or is it fucking um, uh, John Cena being related to Vin Diesel? Yeah, yeah that's the most unrealistic thing. <laughs> like, like, Meet your brother. Who, who are the parents? Yeah, or Han being alive. Yeah, well, that, I'm like, oh, how? how? Wait, it's all how. <laughs> Everything's how in that movie. <laughs> it's a whole movie of how. And I'm glad they at least put the how in Ludacris's mouth. To be like, hey, guys, you ever think about how? Maybe it was Tyrese. I think it was Tyrese, actually. Shit's bullshit. <laughs> Shit's all bullshit. Wait, was it coming out? Oh, damn, I closed it. Oh. Uh, Fast 9 release date. Uh, June 25th. Oh, so soon. Like two hmm. months. Okay. Hey, man, I'm here for it. Wait, I mean, what is this on? Is maybe at that point. H- what is it, HBO? I didn't even see Kong in uh, Godzilla vs. Kong in theaters. Am I going to see this in theaters? Probably not. <laughs> I'm trying to see. Is when. this a Universal movie? Or, or no? I think it's Universal. Okay, so we'll be on. HBO Max. Is Universal associated with HBO? Well, I thought that's why Godzilla vs. Kong was on HBO Max. Is that Universal? Yeah. Isn't that Warner Brothers? No, isn't that Warner Brothers? Oh, maybe it is. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Because if it's not going on streaming, are you going to a theater to see this? Hell no. Exactly. Like, fuck that. (laughs) I might... Maybe Black Widow... No, Godzilla vs. Kong is Warner Brothers. Oh, never mind then. Maybe Black Widow? I'll see in theaters. No, I'm watching at home. <laughs> I know uh, Eric and them Granted, by see then, Mortal Kombat. By June, I'll be fully vaccinated because I get my second dose in, in May, but... Throw on a mask. I'm not going to fucking theaters. That means I got to pay now. Yeah, it's kind of over. Like now I'm like... <laughs> I, this is what I'm talking about. I feel like until, it's... Until AMC gets back to... Because that's the theater I go to. Back to 100%... Not, not not capacity, but like I feel like they're still kind of like. Are theaters around here open again? That's what I'm. Know. Yeah, even that. I don't even think theaters around here are open. I don't. Even, I don't even know. I've, I've become so like uncaring about but that. Part of me is also like, I'm unemployed now. To have to go back to paying like paying the twenty five dollars a month for a list, I need to save my coins. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You did have a list or whatever. Yeah. All right. Well. Looking forward to this just to see how ridiculous so it like is. So, like in a world where I get to choose between theaters or watching it for free at home, I watch it for free. I feel like the only movies I want to see on the big screen are ones that are like super high budget blockbusters, like a Black Widow. Yeah, like I mean, I would like to see Black Widow on the big screen, but yeah. probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else we got? There's not that much news for this week. I mean, that's so. fine. The sooner we end, the sooner I can get to editing so I can actually get this episode out today. But yeah, Mission Impossible was delayed for uh, March... Uh, the nap, It's supposed to come out March 19th. Now it's delayed to January 3rd. I wasn't really... 2022. I wasn't really looking forward to it, so I'm good. <laughs> Are you sure? Oh, no, no, no. Now it's May 27th. First it was January. Now it's May 27th, 2022. Because mm. uh, they're not Mission Impossible movies anymore. It's like... It's more just like a weird gauntlet of things Tom Cruise can do before he kills himself in stunts. <laughs> like, what's the crazy shit he's gonna do next time on Mission Impossible? 
And then uh, the last three are all Falcon and Winter Soldier related. It's only okay. three. So it's all going to be combined into one. Okay. Let's but, do it. Uh, Wyatt Russell teases that Chris Evans may be showing up because uh, they asked him, has he ever met Chris Evans? Mm. And he was like, oh, keep keep watching. Okay. So. I mean, after Wanda and Vision and, and Paul Bettany kind of doing the same thing, I don't trust no, nobody no more. Yeah, I don't trust anybody. Yeah. But, <laughs> He's going to have like a, a picture of Steve Rogers in the same frame with him. And like, oh, uh, yeah, I met him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> but also, uh, but also with that... Uh, the 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 producer Nate Moore was also saying that because uh, they asked about Isaiah Bradley mm. and he said that there's going to be more with that character. <laughs> now does that mean in Falcon and Winter Soldier or later on down the line? It's got to be in Falcon and Winter Soldier because he basically said. Where would you go back to Isaiah Bradley and anything cause else? Because he, he just said there's more. Because he just said there's more to come involving the character in the MCU, and he said and really. And really weigh on the things I think are subconscious in Sam's character. Isaiah gets to make them conscious. He gets to bring them out. And I think that's such an important character and more to come. But I think that's why the Isaiah Bradley inclusion was so great. Mm. And again, all credit goes to Malcolm for really advocating for that. I read, it's a little bit of shade right here. I read Truth, Red, White, and Black a long time ago. I didn't think the comic was great, but I thought the idea was great. And I think Malcolm was very smart in figuring out how to anchor that into the story and the fabric of the show overall. Mm. But I kind of agree with that. I that's think the fair. idea was great. I didn't think the comic was all that, especially the art. Mm. That's fair, though. I didn't like the art. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, I'm down for this. So, yeah, but my question is, does that mean more to come for him in the show? Because, you know, the last two be. episodes, or does that mean, oh, I'm guys, we're going to do a prequel series or whatever? Prequel be cool, um, even if it's only... To be Sam's mentor as Captain America. I mean, I wanted that to be Steve, but in a world where if we don't have that be old man Steve kind of being his guy in the chair, like in the comics, then I think it'd be cool to kind of have uh, Eli, or uh, Eli, what? Isaiah kind of be that that uh, mentor figure for him. Maybe he, he goes there, like Steve went to Peggy to have you know these conversations that kind of fuel him, motivate him, and inspire him. Maybe. Yeah. But then also with that final thing, going to what we met, we're talking about before, but yeah, they were saying that the surprise character that's supposed to show up is somebody that we've not seen in the MCU before and not one who was primed to appear in an upcoming film, but an existing Marvel Comics character who is played by a well-known performer. That could be anything, right? What, do you have any guesses? Somebody... Made a very interesting theory, and I was like, I like that. What? Where they said, especially talking about uh, Sharon having to get part. This again, it's a Marvel Comics character. Yeah, it's somebody that we haven't seen before yet in the show. Okay. Who would make the most sense is She-Hulk, Jennifer Walters, having a needing a lawyer to perhaps get Sharon Carter pardoned. Sharon, yeah, Sharon Carter. I was like, Peggy? No. Yeah, but hmm. getting Sharon pardoned. And that would segue... Again, I'm just thinking about... Somebody their- that's not slated to appear in any uh, upcoming films, but is a comics character, yeah. and is a well-known Melissa uh, Tatiana Maslany, whatever, I think that's her name. Yeah. She is well-known. Yeah. So, I mean, that seems plausible. I, and I'm thinking about it just from the perspective of Disney trying to plug their other shows yeah, in some way. Yeah, and that, that would also make sense, too. Like yeah, they did it with your... Fal- uh, for WandaVision with Nick Fury and, that, and the Skrulls. Why wouldn't they do that for Falcon and Winter Soldier with She-Hulk? 
Otherwise, there's no real direct line to She-Hulk either. Like, our only theories were really a few... So maybe she's not She-Hulk, but she's she's just Jennifer Walters. So she's just a lawyer. Yeah, she's just a lawyer. Mm. But the name... So a lawyer for Sharon? Yes. Got you. Assuming Sharon's not the power broker. Or they hired her for John Walker, because he just killed him. Oh, no! He just killed a man. No, I don't want him to have any fucking court defense. (laughs) No! (laughs) No defense. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, so granted, that's some random, but I like, but I like that theory that the person was like, oh yeah, maybe, maybe I she. Be, I wouldn't be upset by that. It, it but, might. But outside mm. of that, Mephisto. <laughs> All roads lead to Mephisto. Yes. <laughs> uh, what about the uh, Dawn of the Dead trailer? There's two hundred million dollars in the vault beneath the strip. With a thirty-two hour window to get it out, find the safe. This should be a simple in and out. It's not too late to go back. think they are. They're smarter. They're faster. They're organized. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> you want to see it for next week or talk about it now? We can talk about it now. All right. And you watched it, right? Yeah, no, I watched it. I watched oh, it. Okay, all right. So it's about Dawn of the Dead. Or not. not Army, Army, of the of the Army, Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. The sequel yeah. to Dawn of the Dead. I will say though, <laughs> what's up? As soon as I saw Zack Snyder, I was like, oh. <laughs> but I like. But, but yeah, I was gonna say, but I like the trailer. I did like the trailer. Well, but not I was even like, the trailer. I liked All the Dead by him. That's one of my favorite Zack Snyder movies. I didn't see that. You didn't see Dawn of the Dead? No, dude, watch it. But I was like, so I was like, this movie's gonna look gorgeous, but the story's <laughs> not gonna be that good. <laughs> but, I, but I, but I did like, I did like the. Like the trailer, yeah. I mean, I like the trailer too. I didn't know, yeah, I didn't know this was a sequel to anything. Mm-hmm. They're remakes, so Dawn of the Dead, like Dawn of the Dead's a remake, and just like this is gonna be a remake of Armor of the Dead, which already exists. Um, that's why this is, this is me as a zombie fan. There's like that white guy with blonde hair, that's kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. He becomes a smart zombie in the original Army of the Dead, just like how you've seen in this movie. They're the zombies. That, you know, I, I thought I was confused. I'm like, so this it is seems a sequ- like this is a sequel to something. It's a sequel to Dawn of the Dead. Okay. Um. So, but I'm confused. I'm like, is it not the whole world that that's on, taken over by zombies? Is, is, is it just certain areas? Because it seemed like they were living normal life to a certain extent, and they go into a zombie like area, right? That's what it looked like. There's a whole, like a cordoned off where it's like zombies here, black people here, yeah. white people over here. <laughs> yeah, so it looks like a very gung ho army movie. But I'm hoping that's just for the trailer, and it's gonna eventually segue into a, you know a more recognizable like survival horror movie. Because I'm not a big fan of zombie movies when they're all action. Um, that's kind of what the premise of that's Army of them is. But that's, I was like, that's what it looks like this movie is going to be because like, there's a, there's a, a, heist, it's a, it's a heist element to it where it's like, you, we need this whatever and it's only it's in this location. Yeah, with zombies. <laughs> yeah, where the, where the zombies are. And the zombies just having intelligence already kind of lowers the survival horror aspect in terms of like a force of nature because now you're, you're kind of fighting like intelligent beings like a 
like a vampire or I am legend. Damn, Dawn of the Dead came out in 2004. So why? Yeah, man, that's fucking old, dude. But that was one of the first Zack Snyder movies I ever watched. And it's one of my favorites. Mine was 300. That was after, I think. I think. 300 and then Watchmen. Yeah. I want to see it was after. But he makes a lot of remakes. That's why, you know, or, or adaptations. Um, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Dawn of the Dead. So I'm, I'm really curious to see uh, what they do with Army of the Dead. I'm trying to see if it's streaming. Uh, it says it's on Netflix, but... Dawn of the Dead is? It said it was, but I, I, but I would I, love. But I just if, typed it in, and I guess maybe it was on Netflix, and it's not anymore. God damn it, Netflix! Mm. Wait, so it's next week Mortal Kombat, so we'll have that to next talk about. Next week is Mortal Kombat. Oh wait, so we won't have that to the review next week then, because it'll come out that weekend. Yeah, it comes out next Friday. Okay, so then for next podcast, if you watch Dawn of the Dead, let me know, and we could do like a little retro review for it, because I love Dawn of the Dead. It's one of my favorite zombie movies. Yeah, I just—I mean, I just gotta find it. Oh, all right. Where is it I could uh, send it to you through uh, my own means. Arr. <laughs> Yar, har, fiddly dee. Being a pirate is totally free. <laughs> is it on Amazon? I feel like it should be. It's a good movie. I mean, there are, but not the streaming free version. Uh, oh, well. oh, yeah, the renting yeah, bullshit? Yeah, rent, three ninety nine. Fuck that. <laughs> if you pay for Amazon Prime, all that shit should be free. I don't understand why there's any movies that rent. Especially an old movie like that. Why yeah. isn't that free? Yeah, I don't know. Fucking bullshit. By my three ninety nine, I mean I could do that. whatever. <laughs> Four whole dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, all right, then I guess that's it for this week's episode of Blurred Vision. Uh, I've been I your mean, host. or we could just wait till Mortal Kombat. Like, that's not until the week out. Oh, you mean just skip this week? Well, no, it is this. This episode is coming out this week. Yeah, but I want to talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier next week. Yeah, but also that come wait. I'm confused. I'm confused at times. Because we're, we're, we're podcasting in the middle of the week, so it's all fucked up in our heads. I was like, but no, it comes out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So our next podcast, we can review Falcon and Winter Soldier 5. Yeah. But we won't have Mortal Kombat yet. No, that's no, the following no. weekend. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it'll be Falcon and Winter Soldier 5 and then Invincible 6. Yes. And My Hero 3. Yes. So we'll talk about those things. But like I said, if you watched Down the Dead before that, then we can talk about that for a movie. Because otherwise, we don't really have any, a movie to talk about. Unless you want to re-review Thunder Force. Thunder Force, <laughs> Thunder Force 2. <laughs> but yeah, that's been uh, this week's episode of Blur Vision. I've been your host, Jordan, with... Michael. And we will see you next week. Peace! Bye. America, fuck yeah. Coming again to save the motherfucking day, yeah, America. Fuck yeah, America, fuck.